0: Hello, Thursday, August 5th, 2021. Big show, good show. If you like this by the end of it, please be a friend. Tell the friend. If not, just act like it never, ever happened. Let's go. Because today is a day we've been dreaming about for a long time. Yeah! Hey, ever since we seen the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers Stadium, defeat Patrick Mahomes in no offensive line in the Super Bowl, we've been waiting, we've been yearning, we've been hoping, we've been learning about everything that could potentially happen this upcoming fall. And today is the day where NFL football will be played on a high school football field. Yeah! There's a long, long road to get here, filled with all types of bullshit, both from within the sport and outside of the sport. Mm -hmm. Uh There's a lot of teams that got better, a lot of teams perceived to have gotten worse, but now we will get a chance to see players that will probably not be in the NFL play in an NFL game tonight, and I think that is a cause for celebration. Hell yeah! Woo! Fox Cables here at Boston Connor at Ty Schmidt. Tone diggs in here early. The hammer down boys will be in with Gumpy in the next hour. And going forward, it's a beautiful day. It's a magical day. Because tonight when the Steelers and Cowboys step onto that football field mm. in Canton, Ohio. And Dave Baker is looking on oh. from the side. Oh. In a beautiful sport coat and a suit. It's probably going to be 200 degrees. Yeah. With Steelers fans packing that place mm-hmm. Ah, tonight. We're going to get a chance to get a taste of something that's magical. Something that carries us through our entire existence. Something that makes us feel better than we feel any other time of the year. Football will be in the air. NFL football is right around the corner. And tonight we're going to get at least 10 to 12 good plays of football. And that is what? 10 to 12 more good plays of football than we had when? Yesterday. Yeah!
1: Come
0: on! To join us, to chat with us, there is no other human we'd rather have. Um, Is he on? What's that? That, To talk to us about it. Let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is a man who's a two-time, two-time Super Bowl champion. Just one time winner of the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. What a fucking loser. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Law. How are you, man?
2: Yeah, I'm good. I did win the Community Service Award once. I uh, did a lot of good stuff off the field there, guys.
0: Yeah, you're a hero. I mean, you didn't win it <laughs> twice. You didn't win it twice. Yeah. You only won it Ooh. once. Uh, you could have went back-to-back, but you didn't. You must have let off a little bit. But everything you did in the communities you played for and other communities is honorable. I want to let you know, as somebody that watched on right. from outside, you're a cool dude. I want to let you know. Now, let's talk about your forehead right there. Win bet. Congratulations. <laughs> no. I saw that. I'm, I'm, hey. <laughs> I'm
2: covering my forehead. I'm covering my forehead. I reach for a hat, I swear. This is the classic, like, hey, yeah. I just picked the t T-shirt on top of the, you know, in the, in the top of the drawer. It really is win bet, dude. I'm sorry. I'm not trying to just plug my employer here.
0: But uh, okay, it's, so the nice hat.
2: You know, when somebody sends you a free hat and it actually fits, you got to wear it.
0: Well, they're your employer. They're also paying you to wear it. But the, uh, <laughs> the free hat is also – I'm down with the free hat as well. And hey, listen, I don't know who I'm trying to kid either. FanDuel is sitting right over my shoulder every single day. Oh, so, <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> yeah, they're not my employer. But let's talk about it. So you're full-time with WinBet. Is that how that whole thing worked out, what they pick up, the green light pod and everything else? Are you going to be creating stuff all season for them?
2: Yeah, so basically the nice thing is I signed with Blue Wire. Um, What's that? And- than those guys shout out to them what's that what's they, that basically they house a lot of podcasts and and essentially as a platform so got it nice thing is i can kind of be myself kind of keep doing the show how we want to do it you know how important autonomy is and how important you know creative control is and they they they're like we believe in you we're going to give you the reins and then WinBet's bets running their stuff through them and uh, so got it do a lot of gambling stuff through WinBet, and WinBet's bets like new and exciting so uh Good chance to do what I love, which is piss money away uh, betting on football games.
0: Hey, listen, with your big brain you're gonna win money on football
2: i don't know about that no
0: listen you know what it's gonna be though chris and this happened with me after i retired i have a lot of italian friends always have and they've been degenerates with shady bookies for a long long time i literally stayed out of it because i didn't want to be the pete rose right we were kind of told there's literally posters everywhere like hey don't yeah. fucking be pete rose like don't do it <laughs> you know what i mean and now listen i think pete rose maybe is in a comeback trail and everything like that he's supposed to come on the show last week he canceled it 20 minutes beforehand, but Pete, Pete Rose don't Well that
2: be... sounds about, let me back up for a second here, that sounds like something maybe Pete Rose would do, no offense to Pete Rose
0: <laughs> No bingo, it was per... It was almost better than him coming on the yeah. show yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh Pete Rose, poor oh. Pete Rose but like that was forced on a lot of us, and I assume through you as well, especially with your dad's legacy, and then as soon as I retired I started dabbling in it, and I was like starting to get confident, comfortable, I started making some real money in football gambling, I'm like, how are you doing? Keep it moving, FanDuel starts happening, we go it's when you start betting on shit you don't know, and that Hey, Chris, that's going to happen. Listen, you're going to get into basketball. (laughs) You're going to be like, I fucking feel it. I know this is going (laughs) to happen. And that's where it's going to go.
2: I'm actually, I think I have the opposite problem. Stuff I know, I fuck up royally. So, like, you know, we think (laughs) we know football really well, right? So you got to bet the entire board. (laughs) I I got, dude, I'm the worst. I got like five teasers out there. I have like five parlays and then the three bets I win are just negated by all that bullshit I do on the side. (laughs) But I do it for the thrill. I don't like I have enough money. Like You have enough money. No, you'll learn.
0: Chris, you'll learn. You'll learn. You will. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm know. T- no, I, I was, know a
2: lot of old guys who never did.
0: No, no, but you're smarter than those guys. Listen, and, yeah, and the Italians have even caught on to it. it, it mm-hmm. So even if the biggest degenerates can do it. it now, unless you just want to give money back, which I don't think you want to do, you'll learn, yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to pull the trigger on every single game. Because there is a lot of good-looking lines out there. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Too many. Tonight, hey. Oh, oh Steelers. Oh, yeah, us? we bet in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm betting you over. I'm betting you over tonight, Thirty two and a half points i just think there's going to be some freak touchdowns have you played in the hall of fame game and what are your thoughts on preseason football as a whole chris
2: okay first who's playing tonight so i can bet the game stealers totally check out on this shit
0: yeah us too. Steelers, cowboys no Dak. Ooh. no ben mason rudolph starting for the Steelers. Ooh,
2: it's gonna be Ooh. chaos out there i'd love to bet this game okay <laughs> uh one time i had to play in the hall of fame game it was um We were going to play, I think, the Browns. And when I saw it uh, on our schedule the spring before, I just about cried. Yeah. Like, like just think about having to do a fifth preseason game, like six days before you report or after you report. Like, that's like just jumping off a third story balcony. Like, you know, you just hit the ground, (laughs) dude. Like, it's just like there's no time to get ready for that. So I think, you know, it's a really awesome thing. You know, that that they bring all the Hall of Famers back. My pops gets to go. He just got on a plane today uh, to go back. And he loves that. You know, he sees all sees all those guys that he respected as a kid. You know, like his heroes are wearing the same jacket he is. And they all hang out and they really respect the event. And then to see him on the field is really cool. But the, the active football part of it is tough. Terrible. You know
0: what I mean? It um, is terrible. And yes.
2: I got lucky uh, we had a lockout. Do you remember that? The lockout year? Oh, yeah. So that was the year we were supposed to do the Hall of Fame game. And I was like, if this lockout could just end, but right after the Hall of Fame game, that would be great. And that's exactly what happened.
0: (laughs) Chris, you and I both, I think, we didn't have to play in a Hall of Fame game that year. We played in it the year the field wasn't good enough for us to play on. You remember that? So we were both scheduled to play in a Hall of Fame game. Guess what? Neither of us did. Look at (laughs) us.
2: Hey, PaulRudd.jiff. Hey, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Look at us. Who would have thought? Huh? Who would have thought? I mean, come on, man. That's some good fortune right there. So, <laughs> uh, listen, preseason as a whole, I do think there's value in shortening it. Um, you know, I can remember when you know something like OCU Manuera tears his ACL in preseason. You know, it's just such a waste of uh, of certain dudes to go out there and get hurt. And also, it's really hard to get in a rhythm. You know how like first game you don't play a lot if you're a starter. Second game you you play a little bit more. Third game you play a lot. And then the fourth game, you know, you coast. I'd rather just do two games, get it over with, play me 30 snaps, and let's, like, just rip the Band-Aid off. You know, if we just did two and we moved on, the thing that really wears on you is the practice as much as anything. So if you're doing another week of practice, you know, um, preparing for that game, it can really wear you down. And uh, I think it's really hard. You don't glean a lot from preseason. Every year there's a guy who has, like, five sacks in preseason, and everybody's like, oh, he's going to be an all-pro. I had one sack in preseason. I had seventy in my career. So it really just doesn't matter. I mean, I hate to say that. It matters for the it matters for the guys fighting for a roster. Hold on. Just, so
0: this is what I'm gonna get into, Chris, because yeah. like the Lions, I think they were undefeated in the preseason the year they won 0 and 16 or whatever, mm-hmm. right? And the Colts here have always had bad preseasons because the team wasn't very deep, but the starters were incredible and they didn't want to risk anything like that. You were getting to say like the the roster spot. I think there should be maybe a game or two games you play in a position that would have to get into rhythm a little bit more you said two games would be good and then there should just be an advertised bubble game like hey this is a bubble game we have no yeah. idea if these guys are gonna be on our team or one of the other 31 teams or yes. maybe or maybe selling insurance like hey this yeah. is we have no idea what's gonna happen and just like kind of note it that way as opposed to because they, remember they're selling tickets to these things and like season ticket orders oh, yeah. have to buy the tickets yeah. for the preseason games and tonight we'll watch I told the boys. First drive, we'll be excited NFL football is back. And then I, I don't even know if I'll make it to second quarter before going, oh, this is fucking terrible football. It, it's not the player's fault. It's like six days you're in there.
2: And I try to be listen, I get it. A lot of my good buddies and probably yours, too, were guys who were scrapping for spots. And yes. I respect that. Like, shout out to guys like Darren Bates and special teams guys who you know came to the league without the same opportunities that high draft picks did. Sorry, let me move this camera. But um, you know, like It's just for for an older guy or for a starter, literally the best part is when you're taken out of the game and you reach down in your sock for that tin of dip or that bag of peanuts. (laughs) You sit on the bench and you hang out the second half and you just watch football. Like That's my favorite part. So in in a sense, I kind of get why you all like to watch football. It's a lot of fun. It was different. Uh, But everything else, you're just nervous you get hurt. One time after I was coming off an injury – Jeff Fisher had me in there in, like, the fourth quarter of the third game. Like, oh. I was IR the year before, so he was, like, trying to see if I was back. I wasn't. Uh, <laughs> and I made, I made a big play, and I'm getting up, and I'm like, motherfucker, I'm cheering and all this shit. And people are like, man, you were really fired up. And I was like, no, nah, I, co- I was cussing out coach. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't want, I didn't want to be in that thing. So, you know, that's preseason, man. You just got to you put your head down and get through it.
0: So tonight, actually, my sources are telling me, that there's a chance that a certain kicker will not be kicking for a certain team. Wow. Due to a Hall of Fame game injury that had happened to that yes. same team's kicker who was very fucking good just a few years back. Uh, swish him towards ACL, I think, trying to make a tackle. Yeah, on the sushi, a- Sushi,
3: unfortunately.
0: Swish him. Sweeze him towards ACL in a Hall of Fame game, kicker, trying to make a tackle. He's out. Then they have Scobie in there. He misses every kick for some reason. Oh, not Scobie.
2: Yeah, Scobie had a bad hey,
0: game. Scobie had a eyes. bad run with the Steelers. Down in Jacksonville, he's great. Oh, you don't like – hey, what? You, you got beef with Scobes? No, I'm just
2: laughing because, like, you know so much about the kicking game, and I'm like, yeah, Scobie, I remember.
0: Oh, Chris, game. fuck <laughs> off. All right, listen, I, go to hell. All right, you you just listed <laughs> off to special teamers, but I have some inside information happening on tonight's game, so the over might be in oh, jeopardy. Oh, it yeah. always oh. has oh, been, Oh, no. The over might be in jeopardy. I'm not here. Sure. I'll
2: fuck around and bet unders. People are always like, life's too short to bet unders. Right. I'm like, this seems perfect. Life seems perfect to bet unders.
0: Yeah, you seem like a miserable person. I mean, right over here, <laughs> right over yeah, here, thought, you, same. You say it yourself
3: early in camp, see ball, get ball. Defense has the <laughs>
0: defense. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly.
2: Because I've we watched. got hunters in there, so that's good.
0: Yeah, so I've watched, you know, a lot of football preseason football, I think that is something that a lot of punters, kickers, and snappers, like, now, granted, you have to take advantage of that opportunity, but I've been very lucky to be, like, front row to watch basically every aspect of NFL football. Now, yeah. preseason's a nightmare for me, okay? Preseason's, I'm going out there in fourth quarter with three McDonald's workers blocking on the right side of the punting. team, <laughs> okay? I mean, it is, it is a little bit nightmare, but early in training camp, and, and you tell me if I'm accurate in my observation It's always see ball, get ball. Defense kills early. Kills early. And unless the offense is a veteran group that's been around for a long time, it feels like defense does run the show early. Is that because the scheme doesn't really matter as much on the defensive side? You just kind of got to run around and just find the ball and go full speed? It doesn't matter what happens?
2: Well, I think a lot of times early in camp, like – Something, you know, you alluded to something being more complex, like offensive blocking schemes are more protections are more complex than, you know, we've got a nine, a seven, a three and a shade. Like, or we have two nines and we're going or like, hey, maybe you've got uh, a blitzer in the B gap and we've been drilling that little thing all day. But on the other side, they're learning like seven iterations of protection. (laughs) And, you know, there's more like throwing and catching the football handoffs, like stuff like that. False starts, the snap count. Like, early in training camp, I do think that the defense kind of naturally sets the tone. Um, And then, when I think you get to that first preseason game, if you ask, like, position players, I feel like, at least in my experience, that the offense was always good for going on some long-ass drive. Like, the beginning of... Because you're so tired. Oh, yeah. Like, there's no way to get in football shape unless you play, like, real football. And that's the the catch-22 of shortening the preseason, is, like... I don't care how long or how tough your camp was. I don't care how many up-downs you're doing, which I'm totally <laughs> cool with over there in Down-ups,
0: by the way. The media called them down-ups, dude. Yeah, yes. It was awesome. It was awesome. Look, they, they said what? Down-ups. They called them down Oh, up.
2: down-ups. Yeah. Good. And so the media is definitely qualified to comment on the, <laughs> <laughs> on no. the ability of these coaches without seeing them uh, coach a game. But, like, I just think you're going to be gassed that first preseason drive. Yeah. Like, some of the most tired I've ever been has been that drive where – Every third down, we're running basic shit because you don't want to show anything, right? So offenses are kind of converting. You're tired. They're they're not having to run to the football like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's funny. The first day of camp, I think the defense owns it. The first preseason game, at least I felt like, we gave up a lot of big drives in the beginning.
0: And then also those second, third, fourth quarters, especially in this first game, and for the Steelers-Cowboys, these first two games, you know, those are all the young guys, and those guys yeah. have no idea. They're dead tired too. They're doing like 60, 70 plays. Some guys on the defensive side, they're playing a lot. And special of, teams and special, and they're supposed to block for me, by the way. And they've <laughs> never, they've, they've never, never played, done that in their entire life. And they have no idea. It, it's a lot easier to block a punt, by the way, than to block for a punt for me. Preseason, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Preseason was get me the fuck out of here. I just, I hope to survive. But I don't
2: know. I want to say this though, Pat. Like, I, I, I was pretty. I mean, I, I didn't fear a lot of stuff on the field. You can't to play. Uh, but if I had to block a punt, I'd be kind of fucking afraid of your foot.
0: Dude. Thank you. Thank you. That means a lot. There's a guy named Brahman. Who, you know Brahman? You know Brahman.
2: Brian Braman Yeah. Oh, Brian Brayman's an absolute psycho.
0: Hey, is his head not this large, dude? Is Bro,
2: he- the, guy is, the guy is a legend. If you can hear his Super Bowl speech... Before we went out to play the Patriots, like, I don't remember much about what he said, but it was definitely like we were going to we were playing Call of Duty, not like going play, not going to play a football game. But he's just insane, bro. He was like a special teams demon. Bro. He
0: was he was a terrorist for the brand. OK, that's what he was. He was the first ever terrorist for the brand. He, he is he's this big white dude. His head is massive. He's his long hair. He's got a forty pack, I think, and he. Yeah, he's built like
2: you know the, the you know it's like uh, an upside down A down to the waist. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's a cool thing. I'm built like a rectangle. As hard as I work, as much as I cut weight, yeah, I'm he's a just built fuck. like an upside down A. He looks like he stepped off a, of a motorcycle <laughs> and he just runs out on the field like and blocks. He decapitates people.
0: Yeah, and blocks punts. He had a string there, I think, of like. Two to three straight years where he either got a deflection, tried to break my leg, or blocked the punt. (laughs) All in Houston. It was like, before the game, too, I think we were cutting. Yeah, here is him breaking my fucking leg. By the way, no penalty was called here. You see, I do end up kicking that thing like 33 yards, I think. My leg wraps around his leg, though. But he, he was so nice that he actually... Conformed around my knee, that he actually was like a little brace for Oh, that. nice! Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah there, it was
2: nice to him. Yeah,
0: it was very nice to him to do that. He did say immediately upon us both being on the ground that it did hurt and asked me if I was okay. And then I, I said, "Yeah, fuck." And then I look at the ref and there's no flag. I'm like, "Are we kidding right <laughs> now? Are we even kidding right now?" But that's yeah. Cool. I mean,
2: guys, guys that look like they're in biker gangs can have compassion too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: he was the man. Hey, he was uh, the, he was dude. the man. I wish I could have heard that speech. I mean, I got yeah. A, well,
2: it's out there. I think it's out there. On like uh, YouTube.com and stuff. So, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah. YouTube.com. Yeah. Um,
0: can we can we talk about the state of the NFL media? Can we do that? You
2: just you yeah, just yeah, sure we can. Yeah. All right, good good. Are Be- we a part of that? Am I a part of that?
0: Yeah. See, that's kind of a battle that I'm having right now because. I remember hearing media people say, you know, the media is doing blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, you're in the media. And we're, I guess you and I are pretty large parts of the media now on the internet, at least. And it's very lucky to do so. So whenever we point fingers at other members of the media, I think we kind of sound like, uh, you know, non-self-aware douches. But I would like to say that I think the media covering things, there's a lot of people forgetting about what football is like. And they I think they're trying to paint like a fairy tale world of what football is. And people who have been in football are like, should be able to say, like, no, that's not what it's like at all. For instance, Motor City, Dan Campbell up there. The, him saying that he loved seeing his two young guys get after it, and everybody's like, this guy is amazing. And now that comes after the knee b- uh, biting and everything like that, that is been Dan Campbell and being his own self. But like, fights have f- football is a physical sport, it's a violent sport. A hundred degrees, people running, that's going to happen. The people in the Giants now push ups I would never do in a million years, but the fans like Joe Judge has lost a team because there was a fight and Danny Dime shouldn't be in there. It's like, no, this is what happens. Like, hey, this is yeah. what happens in football. I feel like a lot of people have forgot that, though, whenever they get on a microphone what's that all about chris well listen
2: and you know i know you're not doing it either we're not painting with a broad brush or anything i mean like i don't know it's just there's a general when it comes to things like that everybody likes to sound smart and say like we're above that (laughs) we don't fight anymore this is neanderthal football this coach is a neanderthal you know this is archaic um the problem is i think a lot of that commentary goes on on twitter where like, 95% of people didn't play. And that's no offense. Like, I think media members can do a great job without having played. I agree. This so, is broad like, brush
0: stuff. This is broad. We're some, not painting with a broad some brush. Some
2: of our best yeah. media members who are the most insightful didn't play. You know, like, Bill Barnwell, my dog. Shout him out. Like, you know, um, guys like that. Bill. Bill didn't play. He knows, like, so much about the game. It's just there's guys and girls who you know, look at things and they're like, I'm afraid to not overreact to this soundbite from Dan Campbell because Florio, who I like, you know, misquotes him or, you know, somebody takes a quote out of context or we all agree that this guy was a terrible hire because he does stink like a terrible hire. It's Detroit. The guy came out of nowhere. So a lot of people are thinking, like, what are they doing? But, like, for instance, Dan Campbell, there's been this narrative that he's going to fail because he's a hardo. And I don't even think people know what a hardo is in the NFL. Hardos don't smile. Hardos don't talk to the media. Hardos don't joke with their players. Hardos don't share. You know what I mean? Dan has done all those things. And I think, like, if you want to know if players are going to like a coach or not, ask a fucking player. How about that? <laughs> you know, and players that I've talked to really like the guy. I'm not saying he's going to be a great coach, I have no idea. But he would be a perfect example of the way we've kind of like, We've kind of stigmatized this football guy thing to the point that, like, if we even sniff it, automatically the guy's going to suck. If he wins games, people are going to be obsessed with his shtick or whatever it is. Oh, yeah. I I buy his shtick because I think he's authentic. Now, can he coach? We'll see. I don't know. Um, But he's a perfect example of everybody kind of piling on. And I know people didn't like the hire. And listen, the, the Rooney Rule thing it's been really rough, you know, for black coaches watching. And this guy and many other guys seem like we're coming out of nowhere, like out of the woodwork. Where'd they find this guy? But he's coached under Sean Payton. Um, you know, he, 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 he's got experience. He's, he's dealt with both sides of the locker room. And guys love him. And you know what? If Detroit wants to make that call, maybe they're going to be hitting the reset button in a year or two, but it's not like the last 15 coaches have worked out very well for them outside Jim Caldwell. <laughs>
0: well, I agree, and they ran him out of town because he wasn't good enough. I mean, we're good right. now, I mean, but it, you're not good you know. enough. Get him the fuck out. He doesn't smile either, the guy. <laughs> I love Jim Caldwell, but He's I, don't awesome. know, I don't know how many coaches wanted the Detroit job. Like, yeah. I know, in, in I assume the common thought is, Everybody who's coaching wants to be a head coach in the NFL. I agree. But I think now at this point we're seeing a lot of players take a little bit less money to stay in good positions. I think you're seeing a lot of good coaches potentially change their strategy on where they want to go, how they want to go, because of what Christian said, how in one year they might be firing you, your whole family, and moving everything like that. So I'm not saying that there wasn't other coaches that were maybe more qualified to get the Lions job. I assume that there definitely was. But I think Dan Campbell is, like, the perfect person for the Lions job. I'm not sure that was a very desirable position for yeah. anybody. He's bought in completely. And I found that very deep uh, of you saying, like, people don't even know Hardo's in the football world because I think immediately when I look at Dan Campbell, I'm like, okay, this is a meathead. But then whenever you listen to him speak, it's like, oh, it's a deep-thinking meathead. He's you know? a
2: compassionate meatball. Yeah, like, deep-thinker. I'm a thinker. compassionate meatball. So Me not too, I think. Yeah. Like, like, listen, like, the guy gets people now i don't know if he's gonna get like building an offense around jared goff i don't know if he's gonna put his coaches in the right position i'll tell you what he has done that staff that they um that they kind of put together is like the coolest staff in the history of of football like (laughs) these dudes are all ballers and they're all cool you know my man deuce is up there from philly uh, you know, Brad's up there. GM Antoine Randall, in L.A. They're, yeah. And they're just cool. And he did a great job of assembling a staff. Now it's going to be his job to manage the situation. And if he can't, he won't be there long. But, you know, give the guy a chance. Maybe he's not the asshole that you think he is because you're afraid to to retweet something that you think is a little caveman-ish. Like, that's his style.
0: Hey, listen. Caveman has won a lot of football games. Uh, I mean, <laughs> that, Caveman has won a lot of football games. A lot of Go ahead. And, what you know said? what? Here's the yep.
2: other thing. A lot of people... People don't even know, like the hardo thing. Like, some of the media's favorite people are hardos and they don't even know it. Like, that's the thing. Like, the media doesn't, and I'm including myself in this. If I was looking at the NBA or something and I didn't play and I was like, well, I think this guy looks like kind of a dick or this guy looks like he's cool or this guy's humble, like, we don't really know. We weren't around these guys, we weren't in locker rooms. And th- you can know a lot about the game of football without having that kind of sixth sense about people and teammates and what players. Are into or not into i think a lot of times there's a disconnect between the the media at large and what like players think
0: i would say I, i think that is a very very true statement and if he has success you know what? Every other owner is going to be looking for as soon yep. as he oh, has success. Hey, look, we need a big, deep-thinking meathead. I need, I need two, uh, two black eyes, man. And what do you say? I need, I need two
4: black eyes. Pike, black. <laughs> two, two shots, two, two shots in each black eye. Oh, both. dude,
5: listen. Doosh,
2: doosh. Doosh. The only thing I don't like about Dan Campbell in the entire world. And by the way, there's no like Dan Campbell trend because God only made one Dan Campbell. We'll you can't go like after he succeeds, if he does, you can't be like, where are the other Dan? Like, there's just one, uh, but it's unfortunate that he's an addict because I found that out. He's a caffeine addict, that that illicit drug that you're all hooked on. Uh, he's drinking
0: a hundred ounces a day. That's in the morning. That's in the morning. I think we're talking about the level of addiction that you are referring to yeah. is alarming. Ooh, but hey, hey, by the way, a lot of caffeine addicts have won a lot of games. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no but, doubt, no doubt. I used to be one. I'm just yeah, I'm just, I have to comment because life is better without it.
0: Well, it depends on if they win or lose. I'll tell you what, that's the only thing that's going to depend upon whether or not life is good over there. We're talking to Chris Long, two-time Super Bowl champion, only one time. Walter Payton, man. Yikes. That's a shame. That's a real shame. Go ahead, Connor. Yeah, Chris, Pat alluded
6: to the push-ups Joe Judge was making players do, and Joe Looney actually retired the second (laughs) that he heard that he had to do it. (laughs) Uh, When you were in New England, you were already an established vet in the league. Was there ever a time where he kind of made players do laps or, you know, do push-ups and everyone was like, hey, Bill, come on, man?
2: No, I think think honestly, like, I didn't think New England's camp was that crazy, like, that hard. You know, I think every – Every organization runs camp differently, every coach. And Lord knows I had seven coaches in, in uh, St. Louis alone. So, I mean, I got I, – it ran the gambit. My toughest camp was like pre-CBA, two days with Steve Spagnola. So, like, after that, it was like – after the CBA that we were talking about earlier, like, it was all downhill. So, even when I got to England, I was just like, man, I wish you all had more windows in the facility. That was my biggest complaint. Like, like, a, it's, like it's like a compound. But, you know, some of my favorite coaches made me do up-downs. Greg Williams is one of my favorite coaches. I know, again, the media doesn't like Greg Williams. Some players might not like him. Some players will go to walk through hell for him. So You're one of um, guys, he used so. to make us do 40 up-downs. So you'd practice the whole summer for having to do 40 up-downs before team periods. And then when we get to camp, we'd get to 25 and he'd blow the whistle. You know, it was like a big joke. Like, so it was basically you practice it all summer, and then you didn't even have to pass it if it looked like you were in shape.
0: The take the head off the rest of the snake will die. Guy was making you guys do forty up downs before team periods. Are you serious? Listen, we had a
2: we had a group that was we were we were hell on wheels, so we didn't mind doing it. But also, like I said, like, it was like, hey, do twenty five. I'm gonna blow the whistle. I will say this with the Joe Judge thing. I don't mind push ups, um, and I love that Looney uh, retired. Because I think that's great. Whenever anybody has the balls to walk out of a facility, I think you're a legend. <laughs> like, like, uh, Bonte Davis. <laughs> <laughs> the best. <laughs> like, like, all-time legend for just, because you know how coaches always say, if you don't want to be here, leave. I love the guy that's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, you said uh, it. You said it, man. Because that is, but, like, the but, classic but I quote. Do-
2: Go ahead, Matt, Pat. Sorry.
0: No, I was going to say, that's a classic quote. And, and there's always the people that the, the new coaches started saying, Hey, if you're falling asleep in a meeting, just stand up. It won't be a problem. And then somebody stands up and like, sit the fuck down. What <laughs> the
2: fuck <laughs> is your problem? <laughs> leave. Oh, you if don't want to a... be here. Leave. And uh, then you're like, you go from standing to leaving. Um, but I, I, I look at it like I'm fine with doing that to the players, but I, I don't get to making the coaches jog thing. And I know like players don't often advocate for coaches. But they do work really hard. And if I was an assistant coach and my coach made me run, I would probably not be an assistant coach for long. Uh,
0: <laughs> I think that it might have happened last year with the uh, Italian offensive line coach. And, yes. and, and, and by the way, the players. Scar? No. 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 Colombo. Colombo and Joe Judge allegedly got into a fist fight. Allegedly last year. It, well, that I is not
2: how that went. I mean, Joe's <laughs> a big guy. Joe could probably hold his arm. But Colombo was not only big, but he's in a metal band. Jeez.
0: So I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. That does change the odds yeah. mightily more into his favor because I think he's also six foot like yeah. ten. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, I would mean, rather fight a
2: six ten guy than like a six one guy.
0: I'm six one. What you would? Okay, so you'd rather fight Colombo than me? Is that- yeah, <laughs> that
2: was a compliment somehow. <laughs> Hell yeah.
0: Hey, I've been in the Oculus, Chris. I've been in the Oculus. I've been
2: doing it. Go ahead, Diggs. Chris, can I ask but you? I was going to say octagon. You said Oculus. Yeah yeah, 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 Fake,
0: fake. Not real. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead.
3: Chris, I wanted to ask you about uh, kind of your position. So TJ Watt, Bud Dupree played together forever. They were a great compliment sure. to each other. What happens when one of those guys, they leave, and now you don't have the guy on the other side? Like, How do you guys deal with that?
2: It's funny, yeah, it's, it's true. I mean, like, me and Robert Quinn got to rush together, you know, years where he was doing 19 on, like, a bad team. Like, guy's a mutant. But, I mean, that was great. But the guy that really makes a difference, I think both of those guys will be fine. I do think Bud's a really great all-around player. I hope that Tennessee does enough to accentuate all the good things he does. And I hope they don't just say, like, we're just going to evaluate you on if you get 10 sacks. Because that's not exactly always who he is. Um, I do think an inside rusher helps more than, you know, an end on the other side. Um, I think so because, and one thing is when you have two different rushers, it's really nice to have two rushers that have different styles. You know, there's a few examples of that around the league. Because then you can run high-low. You know, one guy can go speed, one guy can go power. You don't want to both be going speed at nine yards and run into each other. It looks like a shitty car crash. Yeah. Um, So it's good to have varying styles. But more than anything, I think it's the inside guys because they make the tackle kind of peer down at them. They make the tackle tighten and and leave a hand in there. If you're playing next to Fletcher Cox, you know, that's going to change things. If you're playing next to Aaron Donald, which one of my biggest regrets is I got hurt when he got drafted. Oh, like. Should've, you know, like um, <laughs> you, you can run naturals off those guys. Like so if Fletcher Cox gets off the ball, which he always does, if he beats your old ass off the ball, then you just go around him. If he goes to power and this is why it's nice to have an experienced rusher next to a guy inside, like everything's an option. And if you're looking inside, your periphery sees that massive dude in the B gap raising hell and you can kind of adjust off that person. Um, and also you can work a lot with that person pre-snap, but a lot of his natural stuff. So I think the inside guy makes more of a difference than the guy on the other side of you.
0: Steelers need to bring back Casey Hampton if they want TJ Watt to yeah. really do some damage. Hey, dude, the d- guys, they got in there, Came man. I, in there. I, oh, know. Cam Hayward's there. I completely he, forgot. He picked up an yeah. offensive lineman who is very good, going to yeah. be in the Hall of Fame. Okay, that, that, that offensive lineman is going to be in the Hall of Fame, only going into like his third year at this point, yeah. fourth year. At this who point. was it? Quentin Nelson. I mean, there was
2: there was. Oh, I, you're talking about Quentin Nelson, yeah. I mean, shoe in for the Hall of Fame.
0: Shoe in for the Hall of Fame. Maybe greatest guard of all time when it's all said and done. There's obviously- maybe. I don't know. Yeah, There's might be a little
2: indie thing going on here, but I do think he's the real deal. I remember when he pulled in Philly the first time I ever played the Colts with him on, and you know, a lot of times on those counter plays, I just set my feet and kind of like just shoulder a guy who's pulling. I took five hop steps and i was on the hash i was like what the fuck is this guy His head the size of steve hutchinson's there's only one guy with a head the size of steve hutchinson's i've ever played uh, other than steve hutchinson it was quinn nelson
0: hey he's gonna get uh broken off here as he deserves but I, cam what cam was able to do to him just on one particular play it affected our season forever
2: oh yeah i remember that i remember that and, and like Cam and it I mean, it has been a guy who's been massively underrated, um, and they do a lot of different stuff there. So it's like, you know, they can be multiple. Um, those guys can move around. They can play different roles. I really – I think TJ is going to be fine. I think Bud's going to be fine as long as Tennessee uses him correctly.
0: All right. Ty's got this last question. We can't thank you enough for your time here, Chris. You're the man. What do you got course, What you, you, got, uh, you got a guitar? You got an unplugged situation going? <laughs> yeah, I don't play
2: a guitar, but that's – I'm not trying to be a douche, but it's signed by Chris Stapleton, so. Oh. I oh,
0: yeah. oh. That's the guy that did that, Justin Timberlake. Tennessee oh, yeah. hey, man,
2: hey, y'all need to get some steel drivers going on here. You know steel drivers. Absolutely. Steel drivers, That's Chris Stapleton's old bluegrass band. Everybody that's listening, go bless
0: yourself. Hey, shout yeah. out, shout out, Chris Stapleton and the bluegrass band that he's got. He what he do? He wrote. um. He wrote a bunch of songs for people for a long time, but they say you're not attractive enough to be a country musician, so he had to write songs for everybody, and then he came out, and he was better than fucking everybody. I guess country
2: music executives don't like printing fucking money, because like, <laughs> this, guy, this guy is like one of the greatest voices of like the modern era, and he's got he that, can yeah. play five different kinds mm-hmm. of music. Yeah, he's awesome.
5: Uh, go ahead, Ty. Chris, were you as surprised as uh, a lot of the media and some former players that uh, hit Aaron Rodgers' teammates didn't bar him from returning to the Packers' locker room. Like, did that ever happen in uh, one of your off seasons, where like a guy maybe had like a messy contract situation, and you basically told him like, "Hey, fuck it, we don't we don't want you back here. You're not coming in the locker room."
2: <laughs> I was shocked that they didn't bar the door. Right? <laughs> I mean, nothing nothing says I want to win a Super Bowl more than like locking Aaron Rodgers out of the building. So like, yeah. Get out. I, I just I just um, it's funny like. And you know this, Pat, but you've sat around locker rooms when dudes are, like, sitting out. Like, the third corner will be like, dude, I'm trying to get my money. And dudes will be like, get your money, dude. Hey, get it. You know, like, the third corner. Okay, so... And usually the third corner thinks he's worth more than he is. Uh, no offense to Nichols. I think nickels are actually more realistic than just the corner. Oh, um, they're gonna get but, mad that
0: you lump them uh, in with corners though, because now nickels its own position. I mean, they you're gonna get you're gonna piss people off no matter what you just said right there. So Yeah, no, you.
2: I'm sorry. I, I respect the fuck out of the position. It's just corners <laughs> have to be confident, is all I'm saying. So a lot of times they're gonna be like, you know, I'm worth ten million, and dudes are like, Go get your money. Like, I say that to say when Aaron Rodgers quite possibly, you know, if we have the goat and best ever conversation, I like the way some people have framed that with, with Brady's, the goat, Rogers might be the best ever. Um, like the guy that just makes you go, wow. Um, you know, I think when you have a guy like that on your team, don't you want to win a Super Bowl? Don't you want him back in the building? I mean, Bakhtiari bought him a golf cart. Like, how's that seem to be going? Like seems like everybody's pretty happy to have him back. Um, and, you know, I think the guy who's really on the hot seat in Green Bay, you kind of want to be Randall Cobb, but you kind of don't want to be Randall this Cobb. This tough. If you don't play well this year, they're going to be like, yo, we fought the Trojan War over Randall Cobb. <laughs> they fought a fucking war over Randall Cobb. You know how cool and terrifying it is to be Randall Cobb? Right, now
0: listen, listen I, I don't think that is the... Uh, exact way to describe the situation, but Randall Cobb <laughs> is the, a- he is the picture of oh, yeah. like Aaron being like, yeah, this is the first of many and if, I think Randall's gonna play well but I, you're 100%, I think our first thoughts were like, alright, Randall got a ball out okay. <laughs> yeah. hey,
2: this is gonna have to be yeah, the he does, yeah. And, and you know, like you and I were talking offline, Pat, but like you talk about, oh, this is not some people have said it's not a championship locker room or something, or yes. you know that it's, that it's, maybe it's not like Maybe the, the chemistry is messed up. No, I think the chemistry in the locker room's fine. I think the chemistry between upstairs and the locker room ain't great there. And I think that what Aaron did, and this was really good of him, as he was laying out the situation, he went to bat for players in the past. I mean, that's the kind of guy he is where he thinks about his teammates. And, you know, you could see that most of the grumblings in the offseason were like dissatisfaction with upstairs, whether it was – you know, Zadarius Smith who's an absolute dog and you should never let him leave the building. Dog. Um you know, I mean, golly, it's like pass rush porn. It's awesome. <laughs> um but like Zadarius Smith, those guys that were kind of bitching, they weren't bitching about Aaron Rodgers. Like, guys can play for the name on the back of the, the, the jersey. And by that I mean like all your teammates' names. I don't mean, like, uh. everybody makes it an A or B thing. Either you play for the name on the back of your jersey or you play for the name on the front of it. No, you can play for your teammates, too. And I think what you're going to have there, even if they're pissed at, you know, I still am afraid to say his name, guten cunts, Um You know, even if you're pissed at Brian G, you know, like, we don't say you're that word. playing obviously. for Aaron Rodgers and Zedaria Smith and all those guys. I mean, you're playing for each other. So I think that team's going to be close.
0: A uh, Trent Dilfer described it as a bunker mentality. And I think that is such a great way to describe that. And I think the locker room, by the way, after watching what Aaron's doing for different reasons, like for me, And for you, I think you're a guy that you love that just walks out of the building. Somebody that is looking right at their boss who's fucking up and saying, fuck you. Like, I have a lot of respect for that. Like, that is something that I love. And guys are going to have respect for what he's saying for former players. Guys are going to have a lot of respect for maybe their futures. Like, Jordan Love is watching this potentially going like, hey, thank you. So, like, if I end up being the player that I was traded up in the first round to be, maybe my life will be different here as well. I, I think the pl- team will love it even more. I'm happy you do. We have to get you out of here. Uh, yeah, I can't thank you enough, man. You're the best.
2: Of course, man. Um, sorry about the billboards. <laughs> no, you get your money, dude.
0: Hey, get your money, dude. Oh, yeah. Get
2: money. <laughs> get, <laughs> get your money, money Yeah, get your money. <laughs> yeah, get
0: your money, dude. Do what you got to do, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Only one time. Mm, come on. Only one time. How many years? (laughs) How many years were you in the league? Eleven. Ten times he did not win. Brutal. Only once. That's bad. It's really bad. (laughs) Only once was he the Walter Payton Man of the Year. But but hey, great host of the Green Light Pod. Two-time Super Bowl champion. Very deep thinker. Well-spoken. Only one Walter Payton Man of the Year. One time. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Long. Hey. Hi, y'all. Hey, see you, Chris. Thank you, man. He was out. He does have something to do. We ha- we we overstayed. We we did the whole thing. Yeah. He's a very busy guy. Very. Mm-hmm. I mean, is he not insanely busy out there? What just happened? We just have a full glitch right there. Yeah, what just, I don't know. We'll, yeah, something what like. just happened. Cyber on? attack. Is everything all right? We, we get dead? attacked. Good. You know, while that conversation was happening. There was a lot of text messages going off in my uh, phone. You got, and I, I gave a little peeksy there while yep. uh, we are towards the end of it. What the hell is going on in the NFL right now? Uh, there is, uh-huh. huh? We have some breaking news, Yeah. Well, first of all, thanks to Chris Long, by the way. I hope yeah, you have a great thank day. Thank you. Love you, too. There has been a lot of activity in the uh, group text it, for people that weren't in the conversation. I literally looked down, but it was like five minutes ago, six minutes ago, and there is, mm. what, what oh, yeah. happened? This has to be a big deal. Oh, I've got good news and bad news for you. I'm always ahead. Let's go with the good news. Good
3: news. Your old friend, Alberto Riveron, is
0: retiring from the NFL. Let's go! Hey, 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 hey. hey! hey. Whoa, 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 whoa. We don't know him as a person. Correct, correct. All right, hey, Al, hell of a run, dude. Hey, Hey, congrats. Thank you. Al, thank you for everything you did, okay, for the game and your service. There's a couple things you did that I didn't necessarily (laughs) enjoy. A lot of things, Mm -hmm, uh, but after learning more information about what you were being told to do versus what my expectations Mm -hmm. were vastly different, thanks for everything. It's a shame, man. It's a real shame. The game will miss you, Mr. Mr. McBride. Thanks for everything. Good news. All right. We got to get to a break. I don't want to hear the bad news. Okay. No. That was like good news. We're going right into a break. Great conversation with Chris Long. Now we go right into a break. What happened?
3: Your better friend, Walt Anderson, is replacing him.
0: (laughs) Oh, No. So, they went with somebody older than Alberto Rivera. Uh Uh-huh. Ha. Like, hey, Walt. Walt. Walt and I have actual beef, all right? (laughs) Walt and I tried to ruin my life in the London game. Okay? Walt did. He got an offsides on me Jeez. when my cadence was not offsides at all. We should have been able to go for two actually from the 1-yard line on an extra point for the 15 that Vinatieri actually had to kick a 38-yard extra point instead of a 33-yard extra point because my cadence Hard! 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 Okay, and they had a D-tackle that was very large, okay, and he was doing damage, and he, you know, he was, he jumps off sides, flag gets called, all of a sudden there's a ref meeting happening, okay, and uh, Matt Overton, our long snapper, actually pokes his little ear into the ref meeting, all the other refs say, uh, false start, no 90, whatever, blah, 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 Walt looks at him, looks at me and goes, I'm calling it on number one, false start. Kicking team, number one. Oh, no.
5: Whatever it is,
0: five-yard penalty. So now, Vinatieri's mad at me, okay? He's pissed off me. I hate Walt at this point. Then I have to uh, be reminded that Walt didn't let us use any of the broken footballs in London either. Uh, He actually had us kick brand new fucking footballs because the broken footballs he threw to the side and did something else with. So, Walt and I have personal beef, but let's just assume he can't be worse than what has been happening in there, but there is a chance that this was not a good hire. There is a chance that the reviews that we've all questioned on Twitter, and uh, you know, Twitter never comes together for anything. Twitter is never on the same side of things. There is a lot of times when these reviews happen and people are challenging things that the entire internet, even the team that'll get screwed over from a a penalty being overturned, all on the same side and somehow the messaging that came out of Alberto Riveron's review command center was the complete opposite of that. Everybody's like, what are we doing? Then you got the people why are we challenging? It's taking more time. Yada, yada, yada. It's bad for the game. Why are we doing technology? Why are we using technology? I'm like, "We, we... Let's make the game right. Let's utilize technology. we got 4K cameras, 8K cameras. They move at what? 7,000 frames a second or 8,000 frames a second. Let's utilize that for the good. And I thought there was a chance that maybe the technology was too advanced for the people that were maybe looking at it. Mm -hmm. Sure. It took a long time. Now we do have the uh, Hawkeye review system and it's not just television producers deciding what uh replays the review system or people are allowed to look at which is mind-boggling that that's been happening for so long we just learned of that what is it it's the um it's the uh synchronized uh, synchronized motion motion uh, of- replay yes Ah, whatever it is they're going to be able to see all the clips of the play on one particular screen so right. the review should get better you would think it would have got better sure. they would have used new technology maybe one with somebody who could probably be able to utilize it in a very efficient quick fashion and also maybe has you know bright eye bushy tail younger eyes in this whole thing make this thing speed up quicker instead to get the oldest ref that was ever on a field and uh, a guy that I had personal beef with uh, which let's not make this all about me I'm sure sure there's a lot of people that have beefs with walt but uh he has to do better than what it has been hopefully the nfl will allow allow it to work well
5: on the bright side if it doesn't at least we got a guy to you know aim the vitriol at got him yeah but but, but, but,
0: but how this is billions and billions of dollars how is that now walt has been around the game a long time okay contributions for decades and decades very thankful for that okay very thankful for anybody that especially at that position where nobody likes you right? Yeah. Nobody likes you. Yeah. I appreciate it. But I think towards the end, everybody said, okay, we don't want Walter on the field. And then now they're like, you know what? Let's put Walt in charge of fucking everything. What are we doing? Walter might be a maestro with that Xbox controller. And that's why they're bringing him in. Spring you know. Chicken. Now that the world's opening back up so many new thrills. Let's go back a sentence or two. Okay, okay. When you when the moment comes, you want to be ready. Hell yeah. That's true. Yeah. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for erectile dysfunction, Ooh. all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Once you take care of that, though, you get the Roman swipes, and guess what? Ha! Huh? Last a long time. Banging bang it up, up, it up. Yeah, it. it's Pete Alonzo at the, all, <laughs> yes. at the Home Run Derby. That's Boom, right. dingers. <laughs> Downtown. Bingo. Has the Hammered Down boys in their entirety in here? Welcome into the studio, Gumpy. How'd we do last night? Two and three. I knew it. We yeah. were hyping it up too much. That's why we said enjoy it. What happens. happens? But and the first couple times we talked about his heater, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to put it out there, like, hey, we're potential. and we kind of just kind of moved right by it, right. Yesterday, <laughs> I got a little bit arrogant, you know, I got a little bit cocky. Well, I, I, we started hammer. We're like, not hey, not this, to. hey, it was hard. and in his last 22. And we were making these all public bets, by the way. This isn't like a post and afterwards. He's calling it how it is. I thought it was potentially going to happen, but I want to let you know. What happened last night isn't, Gumpy. No, no, no. Just because there was one little hurdle in a run that w- has been majestic. doesn't mean you're going to get on the other side of that thing and finish strong. You're about to get back into that heater that you were once on for five, six months straight, bud. Don't you worry about last night, Gumpy.
7: We'll bounce back tonight, and then we got footy starting this weekend. I mean, let's go. Hey, speaking of footy, let's hey.
0: Go. Hey, Messi yeah. ain't going to Barcelona. Whoa, it's what? Up. getting messy what? Over. thought he had a hey, It is, isn't it's it? It's getting messy over there. The messy situation's getting messy, dude. I guess it's further than it's ever been. Apart on these negotiations, I was told by our soccer expert, Mm -hmm. Gumpy. He was a free agent to become a Barcelona at a uh, like sixty percent reduced salary after winning the uh, COVID uh, gold Copa Copa cup down there. And now he's not going back. You said the entire league was pitching him money to keep him there. What's going on? Is he pissed off at the entire country?
7: Turns out when you ask an entire league to pay a guy's salary to play for just one team. Might not work out that way.
0: Oh, so Uh. the rest of the teams were saying, we're not going to help you pay for the best (laughs) player. You beat
7: the shit out of us and we'll pay you for it.
0: Okay, so hold on. Because that's why we were so surprised by soccer doing that. We're like, wow, people are paying to keep the superstar in the league. Now that was just all one big fugace. That was not real?
7: Feels as if.
0: Oh. Soccer's awesome There's so many dramatics <laughs> wow. you know, it's just oh my like my god uh-huh. You know Everything's the World Cup Basically mm-hmm. yeah. and then The storylines behind it. It's like baseball here mm. I mean it is soccer is fascinating I can see how you guys Get like hook, line, and sinkered Into that thing all the way If he's
5: available The Chicago Fire Need to give no. Messi 500 million no. dollars go. Right no. now no, no, Let's no. go
0: Hey Diner at Kanye's house Oh all true. right. Oh it's yeah
5: The Atlanta, Atlanta United,
0: United? Mm-hmm. Right, That's right Yeah With uh you also have Martinez, so, who, a who is a, a goal scorer, yeah. mm-hmm. and by the, I talked to him, yeah. and he doesn't speak much English, so it had to go through a translator. Uh, but I made him, I made him laugh a couple times. Nice, there you go. And it was an interview for SeatGeek out there. I, I went out there because SeatGeek became the main ticketer for MLS, and uh, we got there, and everybody I was talking to for SeatGeek. Uh, None of them spoke English.
1: Wow. So it was, okay.
0: I spoke to four or five different translators and then Tim Howard came through at the end of the day, full uniform on stop by just to talk to me. He said, it was very nice of him. He probably said that to everybody, but, uh, he was awesome. He laughed, he whistled, he had yeah. a lot of energy. You know, I feel like we, we played bop it. You know, oh, yeah. it's, great game. Bop it is, is a great way to. If you yeah. can't speak the same language, like, let's go ahead and get it. Everybody kind of gets it. He was electrifying. He's a player. Now, Kanye's living in his stadium. They're shooting up lights like the Pope has been uh, decided <laughs> upon yeah. or whatever. Donda might be coming out soon, but get messy on the Atlanta United. They'll be filling up that sphincter stadium mm. like this, Kanye's house. By the if you, way, don't, if
1: you
7: don't have to pay the transfer fee, I'm not sure if you do. If there's no transfer fee, you. Another team could just pay Messi fucking absurd. Well, amounts. that's what
0: we're saying. The Portland Timbers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know, the, the Seattle Rangers. Sounders. By the way, On this crew, maybe. Hey, yeah. this in the stadium. Toronto FC. Oh, could there you imagine is. when Messi's playing in the MLS? We're winning the Copa, the Concafa, yeah. and the Europe's, Woo. and the World Cup. Oh, my God. The soccer community is going to throw a fit. Shout yeah. out. You
3: being an MLS expert, Yosef Martinez scored two goals yesterday for Atlanta United. You know it. Mm-hmm. Hey, you should see him play bop it,
1: dude. Yeah. <laughs> did he play with his feet or his
0: hands? I don't remember. He was. I think somebody did use their. Feet. Who else? There's. Uh, um, yeah. Mohammed, um I think the guy for Seattle. Was I almost the- said Sanu. Clint Dempsey. No, Clint Tempsey was not. There. He was like the MVP of the league, I think. Yeah, it was pretty interesting. These translators too did not deliver my questions in the fashion that I. It actually turned into me question and then their delivery. Yeah, yeah. sure. sure. Yes, I need a little bit more energy whenever you ask that question. Right? 10, and then all of a sudden, the person now is understanding what I'm saying. So they're. La- we had quite an interesting thing, but. Uh, we're soccer experts, and America's about to be the greatest. That's awesome. I can't yeah. believe Messi's going to be in the MLS. Let's know, go. Let's crazy. go just like it. Wayne Rooney. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just like David Beckham. Uh, uh, T.A.R.I. Uh, Ibrahimovic. Just like all the greats have done, mm-hmm. Messi's coming to the MLS. Christiana is probably not far behind. I mean, yeah. yep. say hello to the new world power in soccer. That's us. Uh, speaking of soccer expert out of Ohio, ladies and gentlemen, A.J. Hawk. A.J. <laughs> hey!
1: yeah.
0: yeah. oh, nice shirt. Now we know why. Good shirt. What's up? I do appreciate
4: the fact that you go. Right. Hey, actually, first off, I forgot. I didn't mean to cut you off, but congratulations, Walt Anderson, 68 years young. 68 is the new 25. The dude is going to kill it. Congrats to Walt and his family. I hope uh, Riveron gets a good gig, maybe with a network afterwards. So good luck, Walt. I can't wait to see you in action. Hopefully tonight.
0: Hey, thank you, AJ. Yeah, a boy. AJ, you're a hero, man. Thank you. You're a hero for that. You're a good us. Steward of the game, you know what I mean? You're, uh, you're very nice to say things like that, especially to somebody that has committed five decades of their life to NFL football, which Walt Anderson has done. I mean, it is mm-hmm. fascinating how this man has committed so much of his time to the game and to the league to make it what it is, and we appreciate Walt for that. I mean, don't we? We yeah. appreciate yeah. it. Thank you, Walt. We appreciate Walt for that. But I think there is still time for Walt to look commish right in the eyes and say hey i ain't the fucking right guy to do this you know what i mean i, th- I think walt could potentially say and maybe maybe walt's tryout audition like robert griffin the third's was better than they've ever seen before now that would mean he would have to be better than alberto riveron which is going to be tough yeah that's going to be tough to do Good. but also blandino Ooh. back there i think Pereira. you know so maybe they love what walt is potentially going to be but A.J., this is a bad decision, especially on Hall of Fame game day. Like, what do we even know? How does this happen? How how does this happen, A.J.? You came in here pandering, obviously, to Walt Anderson's family, which I'm assuming he's a good guy. Fucked me over, but I'm assuming he's a good guy. Okay, I, I bet that's the case. How is this the decision that is made, A.J.? Well, okay, give me some other options. Who else would you, you want to have this
4: gig? You! Any ex-player! Well, this is just like, though, any time a coach gets hired to be a head coach somewhere, and it was like, oh, terrible job. I'm like, All right, well, you, please tell me who I should hire. Or if you're saying, hey, you need to fire this coach, yeah, maybe, but can you give me a list of candidates that will be better than this
0: person? Hey, here we go. Here's an empty sheet of paper, all <laughs> right? This is a better fucking candidate. I think. <laughs> yep. I, I, I wish they would have just kept like a, a, a three man, like a, a maybe a rotating thing. It's just what now Walt's going to be great. OK, he has seen every situation he remembers back when the NFL, you know, players were working on the side, not just yeah. full time. He's been around a long time. OK, I, I, I think he came in the league in 96. I don't know if guys had side gigs back then. Well, I don't believe you. It felt more like 76 with the way he was calling games in the 2000s, okay? So uh, I just think there had to have any ex-player. How come there isn't, like, ex-players, for instance, should be the ones that they are putting a pipeline into officiating for. There's, there's already an issue with ex-players going potentially broke or post-football insurance situation, like what life is after the league. I don't know why that isn't something. And, and now granted, refs are not going to be happy to hear that because there's people that commit their lives to high school officiating and, and peewee officiating to get to college officiating, and get to a big conference and get to the NFL. I understand that there is a pipeline. But I don't fully understand why we're not just teaching ex-players that are maybe in their 40s. 30s guys that maybe love the game regret the game but can't do anything like let's just let's get them in there and especially in a position that technology is going to be used why wouldn't you want somebody that is much more comfortable with the technology in a position where you're going to have to utilize technology for a large portion of your job i just maybe waltz maybe Walt's driving you know no look Maybe he's he went from T nine into the full keyboard in a beautiful fashion, and he's on. He maybe he's a big time gamer and everything like that. But I think that's a big part of the job, and I just don't.
4: I don't know, man. I what? mean, maybe. So, like, if let's say the the NFL PR team puts out a video of Walt on his Twitch stream tonight playing against Billy Tooth. does that make you feel better? Much yeah. better, hundred percent. Much better because there's a lot of other things. Get that- on it. You know they're watching.
0: They should get on it then. Get out, get out in front of this thing. Get people on
4: Walt's side then.
0: You know, and there's other things that that person has to do other than just the reviews. Right. You know what I mean? There's a lot of other things. And Walt will probably be great at that because he's been – What does the
4: job entail? Do we know, like, everything that is is in the job description?
0: So, you know, every week there's that position – penalty of – how do they describe it? What is it? What they're enforcing? The um, point of emphasis. Point of emphasis. There it is. So every week there's the point of emphasis. I think the standard protocols of games, I, I think they have to. Are they scheduling as well? I'm not a 100% sure. The, I mean, what all do they? Mm-hmm. I'm not a 100% sure. If it's just review things, if Walt was brought in just to review things. We're all gonna see exactly how he does, I guess. Yep. I guess we're all gonna see exactly how it does. And we're all probably gonna say, never would have guessed. Never would have guessed. Huh. The guy, never would have guessed. But now we got that new Hawkeye technology, AJ Hawkeye. We got that new Hawkeye technology, I think, if it's anything like what the XFL had, where they had what seemed to be gamers utilizing it who also knew football. There's probably some Madden players that exactly. like you could teach them the rules that they could maybe even zoom in. Have you ever seen these gamers? For instance, we had Facento in here, all yeah. right? His name is Bryce Facento. right? That's his name? Yeah. Yep. He's a coach right now for a Call of Duty team. He was a professional mm-hmm. Call of Duty player. Him utilizing the Call of Duty player with his two thumbs – it looked like it was an actual fucking human. He, he had running, jumping, cutting. He was jumping over people's heads, stabbing them, then zooming in somehow and getting a replay of that and then backing out of it, then throwing their gun, maybe maybe even kicking him while he walks by, and then he was just off and running. I tried to do that thing. It's like a herky-jerky thing. It's just there has to be somebody better to handle the brand-new technology than, well, I might be wrong. I hope I'm wrong because I am in favor of challenges and review systems, but it feels like we're going to continue just to fuck this up every single year and it might be because commissioner doesn't want Reviews to happen anymore. So maybe it's like, hey, let's make them so bad and so terrible that people don't want to do it. So we can go back old school. Maybe that's the case. I'm not 100 sure. I don't get this at all.
6: That'd be a great way to speed up the game. But if it's not a player, what about a coach? Like, can a former coach not go in there and at least give out? They, they can't, can't f- work technology. Have you ever seen a coach try to turn a computer? No, on? No, no, not even, not even work the technology. Just sit next to him and be like, okay, hey. That's this- what I
4: assume. Yeah, like when Pat said former players, I-, I would assume they'd have them as like consultants, like in the yeah. room, like hey, and walk and say, hey, what do you guys seeing here? What do you think? and You bounce
0: ideas off each other yeah so perry f- full i think he was a coach at yes. one point and now he is in it as well so coaches are represented in there refs are represented in there but players aren't represented in there and i don't understand how or why that is the case um but i just for instance i feel like i'm super positive about refs by the way yeah. i just want them to be treated like everybody else they are a massive part of the game i actually think they should have pro bowl votes like I, I, like I think refs should have Pro Bowl votes. They're on the field. They're in the game. But they are such a big part of the game. Like we have to make sure that they're good. Like I like I, it is. I got a lot of respect. I can never do it. But let's just all right. Let's move along. Thanks. That was. Wait. Did you like that? You like do fifteen minutes there? I was trying to talk to you about something else, and you said. Oh, uh, hey, I was trying hey. to. I was trying
4: to move on from it. And you just kept going because oh, I know it triggers. Uh, me.
0: Sure. Hey. How are you, by the way? Did you watch these sons of bitches throwing those 16 pound rocks last night? Hey.
4: Yeah, so, somebody all of a sudden gets on the bandwagon, huh? After you just trash them on the air during whoa, the-, whoa, the Whoa. Okay. Whoa, 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 did whoa, whoa, you and hey, I Come see you on. backpedaling to them. What? what? Did yeah.
0: you and Nick text each other last night and say, hey, let's have the same take on this thing? Because Nick no, sent me a text immediately after I saw afterwards.
4: you. I saw you tweet something. Cromwell's uh, going down. Oh, he's killing. It. Whatever you text. Yeah, knows, Kraser, it's Krauser. It's Krauser. Krauser. I was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, of course. Because the guys win the gold. Now, Pat's on his side. Listen, Ryan Krauser is a powerhouse. <laughs> All right. Krauser throws this rock further than anybody in the history of throwing this rock. This rock has been thrown for thousands of Years There's a Texas cowboy who looks like he just got out of a professional wrestling match after throwing these things. He was taking the tape off. Greatest of all time. Most explosive human of all time. I was pumped for him and Kovacs, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Him and Kovacs, two Americans, gold and silver. How you doing? Keep it moving. While I was watching it, though they're fucking tanks these dudes oh, yeah these dudes are tanks and they're in the olympic testing thing right what's that usada or whatever they yeah. can't be on it. i don't know how these dudes are as explosive as they are without taking anything they look like they're power lifters olympic lifters they're obviously very explosive i just don't understand why nobody told krauser hey get in a fucking three-point stance and go tackle the goddamn quarterback you know what I, mean? I don't i don't know how this is what this guy krauser I think he gets his hands on you. You're fucked. I mean, he's oh, yeah. very athletic, too. He's spinning around. I'm like, how is this guy not a tackle? Especially in Texas, what happened? I appreciate that he's... He's got to have great
4: feet. You know, like, you, a lot of times you saw you see a big
0: dude, and when someone thinks, oh,
4: that guy could be a starting tackle, and, and he has awful feet and can't walk, you know this guy has great feet already, so that's the, one of the biggest things.
0: Did you see him spinning yesterday? He never He never gets a penalty, either. They say he gets better and better every single throw, and then to keep up with him, all these other... I still do not completely understand why shot puts a thing. All right? I, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Watching it last night, when Krauser stepped in there, it was electrifying. Okay? Yep. And when Kovacs got in there, it was awesome. Looking at these yoked fucking guys and being, how are you doing that without taking any sauce? I mean, there are zeroes you out there. Eh? <laughs> you remember, do you remember Marion Jones? Oh, yeah. Shot putter? <laughs> the sprinter, Trash.
4: but her husband Marion. at the time, ex-husband now, he was a shot putter. He ended up getting busted, too. She got busted for a big PED oh, yeah. scandal, but that he did later, but he is – you want to talk about a tank. The dude is impressive. He's
3: listed at 6'7", 320 is Krauser. Krauser?
0: How <laughs> is he theres
3: And I'm looking at his Wikipedia. There is no mention of, high, of, of football anywhere in his life.
0: So maybe he – and by the way, congrats, Krauser. Good I mean, morning, Krauser. greatest of all time. Greatest of all time. Dude. Oh, he comes from a family of throwers. Yeah, I think his grandpa yeah. was in there as well. They talked about it. And I have – hey, greatest of all time, the Krauser family. All Good. right? And Kovacs, I believe, would have broke some record, too, before Trouser broke four or five of them himself in, in consecutive throws. He broke records, I guess. This guy, big old fucking COVID cowboy hat on. Yeah, afterwards yeah, yeah. The American flag. Shout he out. looked like, he literally looked like a guy getting out of fucking, like a fight or a football game <laughs> afterwards. And he lost his hat on his first one, broke the Olympic record, threw it further than anybody cool. else, wow, hat's on his face. I mean, it's unbelievable. But I have no idea how nobody had this guy line up with his left foot a little bit further back than his right foot, yeah. and then just, hey, just all we need you to do is just get to a spot and then use the – he's the most explosive person the Olympic sport of being explosive has ever seen. He had to have been able to put those hands on Oh, yeah. I, I just – but I Someone pres- should invite him to camp. Like I think a head coach in the NFL
4: should
6: invite him to
0: camp. I think Why Bill not? did. Did he really?
6: I, well, no, not really. But I think Bills—it's in the <laughs> works. Him and Ernie are thinking about bringing him in.
0: Hey, there was a time there in the NFL, Colts in particular, where they were scout, no stone left unturned, basically for an athlete. If we could potentially teach them a couple things, maybe they can be a contributor on our team. It might be a two to three year process. Like that was something that was being talked about in our locker room. I don't know about other where other places. We had a, I think, a shot putter from New Zealand or Australia that came in for a workout, warmed up so long, was dead tired by the time the workout started. <laughs> and the workout is just like, they're trying to kill you in mm-hmm. those workouts. It's just like a conditioning test basically. So he didn't work out, but can we get Krauser on the line? The yeah. Bengals
5: should call Krauser right now.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, for allegedly Joey is not as comfortable. He'll get there though. Everybody's kind of turning their back on Joey Burrow's ability. Don't forget he is an absolute stud. He will find it. But I enjoyed watching that last night. Also. I mean, our four-by-one team Gee, just... I mean, uh,
6: oh,
0: man. Hey, they said it was going to be a problem going into the race. They said the exchange, passing that baton around for the American team has been a little bit of an Achilles' heel, and everybody else seemed to have that thing perfect, but we had a little a little bad exchange in not Carl make Lewis fun. jumped out. Yeah. Didn't Carl Lewis give a hot take it's about good. it?
7: It's good to get Carl's opinion on it.
0: Oh, Carl's, uh, he's yeah. like a... Uh, Straight,
7: you know, by the book, old well, Carl.
0: Carl well, is a, a firestorm, you, right, every time he do does mean? anything?
5: What is... I mean... I can't even recall. I know he has no. the, the, that, one of the worst national anthems of all time. Yeah. You know? Oh, that's him? Yeah.
0: Okay, so that's what I remember the name from. It, it I mean, was he bad. won. He won bad. Terrible.
3: He, he won nine Olympic gold medals. Yes, passes. he was also...
0: So, uh, he was a stud. Yeah. So, let's... Yeah. I mean, let's not just remember him for singing, maybe. Right. What did he say?
7: He basically said they were no better than an AAU team. Well,
0: they weren't. Geez, huh? uh, is the AAU team sleeping on... Cardboard box beds, Carl. Huh? That's yeah, a, good. We question. Thought, and also, somebody—I read somebody's. Um, somebody put a comment on some Instagram post that basically said the U.S. team got there late, maybe like with only five days before they didn't have time to actually settle in. Oh, they're were, jet lag still. Yeah. yeah, that's basically that's what the comment came from, and it was from an Olympian. I don't know which. I don't know what Olympian it was, so I don't remember if it was the sprinters or if you go in at different times, but you're all there at the opening ceremony. How does that work out? I'm not 100% sure. But- you know, the Olympics have not lost their fastball. Just know that, title after watching last
6: night. Uh, skateboarding was incredible, too. You you said you were loving the skateboarding no, last night. No,
5: no, I didn't. I did, you know, flip on Krauser for a little bit. <laughs> hey. But, uh, yeah, I am burned out on the Olympics. So we, Come on! Uh, we still got the finals in basketball, which, again, you can't fucking watch it, so it doesn't matter. And then, uh, you know, baseball, we do have a gold medal yeah. opportunity. So I'm still kind of hanging around, but I'm just about
0: done. Okay, so last night's coverage of Krause. Krauser was also happening at the same time as some running events were. And Krauser was about to go, but the race, like the moment we we're we we're all we were just forced to watch a race in the after moment to like see like what the times were. They cut away because they thought Krauser was gonna be up. And then Krauser wasn't up actually. He was just kind of walking around, and <laughs> then it had to go back to the thing. I think that was the type of thing that potentially hit people have been judging MBC for in like the gold medal game, like. That will be tough to find. That'll be a tough game to find. But just like we said, whenever we lost to Nigeria and Australia early, hey, the boys are going to figure it out. Yeah. All right? Uh-huh. Uh, Popovich is going to get them running a little motion weave, little operation. How you doing? Yeah. Keep it moving. We'll play this game. We're going to win a gold medal. We're back. All right? Kevin Durant and Dame said, yep. our generation's going to win. Don't you We're, we, everybody's talking about our generation. That ain't going to happen. We're going to win this thing. But we ain't going to be able to watch it. Handball? Have you seen one game on television? No, nope.
6: no, only replays.
4: How come handball? I saw, uh, I saw the girl from Ohio won the gold in the pole vault, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I didn't see that. Let's go. Northeast from Northeast Ohio. I saw Gonzo tweeted
6: at her to congratulate. Oh, her. No, no, oh no. man! Oh, so no. she'll never. That's why the they didn't again. show it anymore. Anyway.
0: So she was celebrating and she was pumped up and then she looked at her mentions. Yeah, exactly. And then all of a sudden there was a lot of. A lot of attacks at Gonzo in there, probably. You're with Gonzo? I bet you Gonzo probably sent a follow-up DM like, hey, sorry about how toxic <laughs> <laughs> celebration the celebration began." I didn't
6: know. I thought they would like you because you won gold. But apparently, I'm still,
0: I still the receiving end. I'm still not happy with <laughs> you. <Yeah.
6: laughs>
0: Good luck, Gonzo. Love you, Gonzo. Gonzo's in it, I guess, still. Oh, hey. I waited to talk about this until you got on. I was excited for this. And also, Chris Long... We had a great long conversation Mm. with him earlier. But the um, do you see Jimmy Graham? Jimmy Graham, I believe, shares the same opinion that a lot of people have, uh, that maybe two people that are on the screen have, that uh, he hates the NFLPA. Jimmy Graham's like, hey, this is a... This is a shitty operation, whatever you guys got going on. it Seems like you're not really looking out for all the players, just some of the players. A lot of the decisions seem to be a bit selfish. You're making deals that don't make any sense for anybody except for yourselves. And some players have seen the head of this motherfucker at four different events in one day at the Super Bowl in four different suits that had to have cost a few thousand dollars. What the fuck is going on over there? So there are some people that view that that way. Jimmy Graham now with the vaccination protocol situation puts out a tweet that is basically the NFLPA's memo to either the NFL or to all the players. It is wild what's going on behind the scenes right now. We knew the vaccination um, protocols were going to be a massive ordeal with how a locker room operates. There are many different ideals, many different views. There are people that are very firm in their stance in a lot of things because guess what? They've had a lot of success being stubborn in their ways and thinking the way they do for whatever reason or however they think the way they do. And once I heard the stats that it was 27 teams were above 90 and then eight teams were above 95% or something like that, and the 85%, whatever the case was, I thought, oh, this is all getting figured out. Jimmy Graham said, nah, 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 nah. I was basically forced into getting the vaccine. Now I'm just confused. And the entire memo says that COVID can only uh, be spread to a couple people, where this Delta variant can go to nine people. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, then what did we learn about COVID-19 that we don't know about Delta, Delta Plus, Lambda, or any other Mm -hmm. one that is potentially going to join the fraternity party that's happening? This is going to be a situation. AJ, I think it's going to continue to be a situation, especially what's going on in Minnesota with uh, Zimmer saying something and then Harrison Smith saying something about how Kirk Cousins is going. Cam Newton said it's too personal. There's personal stuff here. There's a lot of big names. And there's going to be this is going to continue. This is going to continue, AJ.
4: I mean, yeah, it's only going to get magnified. I feel like didn't we talk yesterday on the show or a couple days ago about if you're vaccinated, you get tested once a week. Other people, it's more now.
0: Didn't they already switch that and saying they're doing daily testing now for vaccinated players? So the NFLPA is asking for it because the NFLPA has to take the stance of health and safety is priority. Do you think the vaccinated players want to be tested every day? Well, no, no, no. That's why yeah. that is yeah. what yeah. that is kind of what Jimmy Graham was originally alluding to. I think is he said, "I feel like I'm being punished even more now. I did what they told me to do, and now the fines are bigger. Now I'm being forced into doing more things. It's harder this year than it was last year. How is that even a thing? Whenever we're in a different time, but I don't know enough to know if we are in a different time or not. Because there's a lot of we're going to get Treader on Treader back on sometime. Not just Treader, Two. I, uh-huh. I fear, AJ, the things that are making its way into my timeline should not be doing what it's doing. No,
7: no, no, no. Nope. Mr. Mister. We're going back.
4: No. Why
0: do you think I sat here
4: and tried to pump the brakes when you guys probably for the last eight months oh, we'll well, you. Fire. Fire. Oh, yeah. and you hate fun when you were traveling around the, around the <laughs> globe
3: the 15
5: days so a month hey, by Carl hey,
0: Lewis hey AJ here's your championship belt, belt holds up your pants. no no hey, here's your championship belt for being such a fucking hero AJ <laughs> yeah, right. we'll ship it in there won't we yeah, I put yeah. this in an yeah. overnight he needs this I wish I could get this to you right now now that you're the champion of pandering pal I mean, you want to cancel the game
7: you want to cancel the game tonight, too, Oh, to you don't want to oh, happen?
0: Oh. You want him to wear, what, flags? You don't want them to tackle each other, too, uh, AJ? AJ said,
3: fuck the Hall of Fame. No! Okay. Basically. I mean, we this know. guy's been traveling around the country for the last 12 months while we've all been bunkered down.
0: Well, that's because we got the bunker mentality. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That doesn't... But I think what Jimmy Graham was saying was...
6: That Don't, I, what we, you don't that, change anything. This doesn't even mean anything. Anymore. The hell did we do that? It's lost its fastball. Oh man, Jimmy just wants to fly.
0: Well, Jimmy does take the disguise, and I don't know if he smokes dope or not, but he does fly actual planes and shit. Oh, and, uh-huh. and the thing about uh, Jimmy, <laughs> wait, what's what's the dope part about? Well, you take the I take the disguise in a different fashion than you <laughs> and Jimmy Graham do, you know, yeah, what I mean? you know when you are not flying the plane, of course. More like a hot air balloon. No, I'm talking... I'm in the sky a lot more than you ever are, dude. All right, Captain A.J. Hawk, pilot. <laughs> I, know, I know you are. I'm saying... Are you, you were asking, God, I wonder if he gets all
4: doped up and flies his helicopter and does his aerobatics. No, no I'm just saying you know, there's two different ways... That.
0: There's two different ways to take to the sky. To get sky high. Yeah. You know what I mean? You guys choose uh, the... Oh, yeah, yeah. You guys choose, like, the, oh, I can die and there's a lot of pressure and I can get sick doing this and who knows what's going to happen. I just sit on my couch and take off, basically... Which one? Uh, All day,
3: Sure, you fly. Ty goes to space though. There's that third way you can do it. Yeah, Felix Baumgartner,
6: mm-hmm. right outside the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> Boom.
4: Which one cool. does Mitt
6: choose? Oh, uh, don't worry about it. Mitt that. lives in the space station. Mitt, say, so. yeah, he's actually an astronaut. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't choose. <laughs>
0: yeah, some people are. Some people fly planes, you know, and uh-huh. they can kind of get around. You know, like some people, uh, a little bit of a prop plane, just kind of at night, brrr, mm-hmm. running go of bed, you know. Then there's obviously the smaller planes that you can kind of get on that do have a a, a jet and everything. Like, oh, okay, we're having a good wow. time. And then you get to the Hawkers, the Falcons, you go up the whole thing, Boeing, and do the commercial, and then you become a fucking astronaut. Yeah. yeah. That is just whenever you're, you're just in a completely different planet than everybody else. But you need those astronauts. You know why? Because they're... They're pushing the boundary a little that's bit. Right. Yeah, they are. That's right. Oh, I did not know your lungs or brain could handle that particular amount of cannabis mm-hmm. at one time. Yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm taking off. going to Mars, dude. Where's Elon? No, that's yeah. that's Mitt. And that's uh, we need some of those. Mm-hmm. We know, do. We need some of this. Yeah, he I hope measure. he doesn't change. He will He's going to have to, I think. No, uh, man. I if
6: if Mitt comes down from space, I don't know if we'll ever see the same Mitt that we do today. You know,
0: right now, he's kind of... He's in Neil Armstrong mm-hmm. Yeah, of space. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, so he's in like. There he is. Yeah, see, I think he's. I think it's he needs, he's far. He's going to have to get to Baumgartner. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, at some point, but at least get down to where the billionaires were. Come on. You know what yeah, I mean? At right. least get down to the billionaires, and then we need you to get down to Baumgartner. And then you can live right there because you're close to being passed out and falling out of something, anyway. You can yeah. see him on
3: Fridays for <laughs> Hammered Down when everyone else is kind of like. You know, like, you're in Florida, and Mitt's like, oh, I can do whatever I want.
6: He's basically the rover that's going around Mars. Just fucking... Oh, yeah. yeah. You, can't, you can't ask him any questions, or else his brain will explode, and then it's a completely
0: different person again. All right, let's get back on track with Jimmy Graham, though. He, he is voicing an opinion, I think, that a lot of players are probably going to voice at this point. And I a think- lot of
4: players that were... Don't you think a lot of players that were not huge fans of getting the vaccine, obviously... And then they're like okay well no i understand the situation i'm gonna get it and now you're changing the rules and protocols they're probably thinking like all right man what we, what's next
0: i could see somebody being so pissed off that is in the league walking into a team meeting having your coach in the nfl tell you you have to get vaccinated okay like hey i'm fucking having it okay you need you to get vaccinated so that's the nfl telling you then you go home and you open an email and the nfl pa is like hey also, good news, you're getting tested every single fucking day still, 6 a.m. That's what we want because we're looking out for your health and safety. And that player like, so the NFL is fucking me. And in their eyes, by the way, in their eyes, I'm not saying. The NFL is forcing me to do something. And the NFLPA is forcing me now to do something that I did something to not have to do. That is kind of, uh, are these people even speaking for me? Because I'm a part of the association. I'm a part of the union as well. They seem to not be speaking for me. Who are they speaking for? And uh, at Adam Hodge says uh adam hodge says jimmy graham is vaccinated he's frustrated with the nflpa and frustrated that he might still have to get tested every day and find if he misses one he's talking right now about the years of miscommunication with the nflpa i'm about to go into week 17 playing for free too okay so nice. i don't know what that means exactly that means he's yeah, I, I don't know what that I think means. he was uh, saying he's gonna get fined so much that he's playing for free I okay. thought it was because of the extra game.
4: No, it's just because he, he didn't get a bump in
0: salary, but you added an extra game. Uh, That's what it is. Oh. Oh, it's weak. like 18th. Like everybody else. Oh, yeah, 17th game. Yeah, he was very in his thing. He was talking about how there was no real conversation about the 17th game being added. He talked about that, which is a gripe for – I sounds like – remember that vote was only, what, 51-49 or 50-point-something yeah, yeah. yep. yeah, yeah. to 50-point-something? There's going to be – it's going to become something. I, I just – Got to keep an eye on it. I mean, they're going to try to make this thing not be loud. But if you've got some big-ass named players that on a Monday after the game are saying, I'm not going in for a 6 a.m. fucking test, all right? And then they fine them. And then that player maybe misses the next day because that player might have a little bit of uh, hey fuck you in them, which yeah. some players do have. Then they're going to find them again. Then what's going to happen? A press conference is probably going to happen. Hey, you just got fined. Blah blah blah. Yeah, this is not good. And then the NFLPA is. I mean, it's there's a chance that the vaccination thing could become a full. In the t- oh, oh, this is going to become something. Yeah. This is going to become something big now that the NFLPA is potentially pushing against a lot of the players that are pissed yeah. off about what the NFL is doing oh no AJ it might all happen huh
4: it might all go it's, down here the, but with the PA doing it like they can everything is going to be it's they're going to say this is for health and safety of course we didn't know about this Delta variant and whatever else could come so they're going to test you every day so that's how they can I guess sit behind whatever decision they make
0: because they have to sit on the side of health and safety yeah. so the NFL almost like This is, once again, uh, taking those pills, looking up on the ceiling, seeing the chessboard, Roger Goodell, okay? Roger Goodell says, uh, yeah, we'll push the vaccination, all right? We won't have to do anything else. And then also, if the NFLPA stands for anything that they say they do, they will also, they'll be the ones that will say, well, we also need this, this, and this. We don't have to be the people that say that. They will make the NFLPA do that. And and Roger Goodell is tripping on those pills that – Beth Harmon. Beth Harmon was on. He he saw the whole thing go, and he ran the Open Sicilian. And now the NFL vaccination thing is not what the players hate. Now the players are mad about what's happening with their own union. I'm sure the negotiation next time around will be just as clean as they always have been.
6: Yeah, clean sleep for Goodell, I mean, per usual. And hopefully that does happen where some players are saying, fuck you on a Tuesday because that's great fodder. But can you imagine the victory lap Cole Beasley's taking in Buffalo right now? Are you kidding me? He's probably walking around like,
3: what yeah. did I say? Didn't huh? he,
0: put, he put out like a... Oh, yeah. <laughs> a few! He no, he out- <laughs> read,
3: well, and then on the first day of training camp, he read a prepared statement.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Does he have a disc tape as well? Yeah, he put out a couple uh-huh. of these, like, disc tracks on uh, vaccinations, I think he mm-hmm. hit one. Then Are Mark- you serious? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. yeah I didn't believe it either, by the way. This is one of those things that I thought you toxic folks were trying to force me into listening to. And then I listened to it. I'm like, well, Cole, actually, he went to work here on this. <laughs> yeah. he, 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 I mean, it's not necessarily... A message that everybody's going to love. There's going to be a lot of people that are not happy about this, but he invested in this. And then Mark Cuban, uh, he also got involved in it. And now Col- I mean, now we got Zimmer, Kirk Cousins, and Harrison Smith on differing pages for this. Uh, you know, other places, you know, there's entire situations popping off in Washington. I mean, it's just...
7: Kid Rock chimed in. Oh no.
0: Right, oh, no. He did. He
7: said, if the vaccine was the worst thing I've ever put in my body, I probably would not have got it.
0: So, uh, he can't argue. thank you Bob so he did get it so he watched he watched yeah, Mark Schlairs
7: yeah, yeah. So, so he's telling people that
0: neon green yeah, relish yeah, that's right he,
7: he went and got a couple big franks out <laughs> all there. beef
5: Bob. franks <laughs> so that neon green relish <laughs> mustard
7: ketchup <laughs> Diet Coke because I put on a few pounds.
6: Stink, I just don't trust it. I've done my research.
4: Really? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my god. I have not watched it as you guys to. You have
0: to. to. My favorite movie right now. (laughs) Okay, so people, you know, we (laughs) put out Hold on. on. We put out (laughs) the photo of me on that, uh, down (laughs) on the thing, (laughs) and I said, what what did they force me to watch that forced me to do this i don't like watching people jump off the high dive into shit I, like i don't you know what i mean like i i don't it's i've never enjoyed it it's something where physical injuries now in this entire world like I just get uncomfortable I think it's called TAC I'm not 100% sure I was in a class one time they said that I'm not sure if it's right Where you feel like almost uncomfortable for somebody else or something like that and that was kind of how that whole thing yeah that's the photo right there so I'm watching the beginning of it and I'm like oh stink like fully committed though because he even hit like an in case you missed it post Oh, Oh, oh yeah after he had already been into war or whatever with everybody that was going completely against him which this is that world there is people that are like that, uh, and there are people that obviously this is going to continue to go for however long this is going to continue to go. But I watched it in there, man. Stink hey, he went to work in there, yeah. I mean, he jumped show. into that war, he jumped into that war at least with some well thought out, uh, he's all in good. Adding. I respect
4: him being all in, don't you? Like, he yeah. was like, Hey, let me just. I'll just make something maybe middle middle of the road, right? You know, no, he said, no, I'm gonna edit this. I'm gonna play multiple characters. Like it was impressive.
0: He was sitting on the toilet at one point. And yeah. I did see a lot of his thigh. Yeah. Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> think he, you? think he was really dumping? Oh yeah. Probably. It's a good Hell, scene. Yeah. He's a He's, method actor. Poops oh, yeah. like five times a day with that chili <laughs> I've done too. Research. I
6: thought.
4: my research. Yeah. Yeah. My buddy uh, Spencer Habner, I played with in Green Bay, I always like things like that. He's like, oh, it makes my face warm, and now I like it makes sense to me like watching things that make you feel uncomfortable for the person
0: I do a lot of oh, I mean you did it to me down there in Orlando with the first five minutes of us being around each yeah, other oh, yeah. with that one video just secondhand like, embarrassment yeah yes. that that might be but it's not embarrassment always It's, I mean kind of I guess yeah but it's not embarrassment it's just like uncomfortable like oh can't do it like oh. watching Dak
6: get hurt it's like those type oh, of injuries yeah. can't like that do it. always yeah I can't watch those either. but that's
0: a different feeling that one's like a yeah. sick to my stomach True. when I'm watching like uh, which I don't like watching. Either. I'm not, like, somebody that enjoys watching the, uh, like, people get fucked up. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not, like, the golf cart running people over. Uh, uh, run that people yeah. had there, Oof. I could not watch it. I'm like, it. oh, my God, is that an Achilles they're busting out right there? Just, I feel, I feel like I feel the pain. There's people in my life that don't, obviously, and they're the ones that force me to watch stuff. And AJ followed suit immediately upon us yeah, meeting each other. I just was
4: shocked. I am shocked at the sheltered life that you have lived. That's
0: all. That's all I... <laughs> I got my surprising. blinders on. Listen, I got my blinders on all day, every day, just trying to whoop whoop whoop, how we living. Oh, you're outside of it? Fuck off. All right, see you later. That's kind of just how it is. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah. Hey. Good. Hey, we need everybody. We need we need all all different kinds of uh, opinions and, and brains out there.
0: Well, see, now that's an entire conversation in and of itself. And I, I think <laughs> yeah. that's that's something that uh, me and Chris Long talked about a little bit. People voicing their opinions about the league. That I was very lucky to play in and witness, and you obviously be a legend in, and Chris Super Bowl champion, Walter Payton Man of the Year one year. Just watching people talk about the sport and how it happens and how it works and the business side and the league has been fascinating. So what I'm saying is, I'm not sure we need all types of opinions out there. I think some that are just not right shouldn't be voiced. But then whose whose eye is it right or wrong? And then that's an entire another fucking mm-hmm. conversation. Okay, exactly. And keep that's going. why I keep yeah, com- keep going, man. Well, that's keep why I keep the binders. I think on. you should
4: keep, uh, keep explore this one. Keep going with. Well,
0: that's the issue. Is that this is what I do normally? So then I have to just keep the blinders oh, on. Blinders. Binders, on. <laughs> just get, get out of it. Don't even start diving in there. Dude. But the world right now, there's a lot of that. There's there should wild. be
6: a split. I mean, there should be. There's the cable media, and then there's the internet media. Two completely different things, but under the same umbrella, kind of like that Olympic explanation with the justifications or whatever, whatever the hell it's called. The
0: uh, the um, disciplines. There it yeah. is. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some other stuff going on in the NFL before we have to get to a break. Two hours straight where we go 40-plus minutes without a break in the hour. Terrible radio. I just no. want to everybody know that
4: that's football. Baby. Says who? That's football. Baby. I think it's good. I think you're right. It's probably it's not the dumb analytics and how they tell you when you should break and all that to keep people around. But I Thank think you. people that are invested in the show like they are, they like it. Like you're not going to just jump out of a conversation because it's time to go to break.
0: Our stats say average watch time 41 minutes. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea why, but I appreciate the fuck out of I don't know if you're at the beginning of your 41 minutes or the end of it right mm-hmm. now. If you're towards the end of it, I understand you got sick of me talking too much. I apologize. We'll be back tomorrow, probably doing the same fucking thing. <laughs> But serious listeners, we're uh doing a best of tomorrow, I think. yeah. Okay, yep. YouTube, best of tomorrow. YouTube will be live. Well, come on over, serious. So, tech was an issue, tech was an issue. AJ, I guess. Last week, we because I have to get on a plane, you know, to head to wherever SmackDown is, which um, this week's down in Tampa, back Ooh. Down back down in Tampa. Uh, We still have. I believe we still have a lease on a house down there, yeah. but Antonio Brown is living in it right now. Yeah. Okay,
6: so you can't stop uh, Or don't, we can, yeah, we Don't
3: try can. to, because he will is pull the LCD a bag there? of dicks
6: at you if you. Try. Uh, okay,
0: he's a different man now. He's come way, come way, on. way out of that point of his life, Diggs. Don't want to be a Steelers fan and well, you know, hold history, a little bit of Well, future it.
3: results. No, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Previous performance <laughs> predicts, I think it's something. Ah, uh, it's something well, in there. That's some corporate something there. Failed really,
3: prepare, you're preparing to fail, Pat. They so, have
0: like a yeah. It's some I just corporate. want you
3: prepared if you go to that. House.
0: Anyways, he is in our house that we were in down there uh, in the uh, in the beach house, and he was posting of him in the house while we still had the lease that we weren't allowed to get out of, even though we needed to get out of. So she, yeah. I, I believe the person that owns that house is getting two payments there. So since we paid for it, we said, well, we're going to stop down for at least a day or two this upcoming month. We were told we're not allowed to do it. So I'm sure if we had some lawyers, we could get in there, but AB's going to love that house. It is a beautiful house. I'm pumped for him. He posted on the internet of him working out in our pool. pool. Mm -hmm. It uh, (laughs) Much much cleaner cleaner than
5: whenever we We were down 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 there. there. New chemicals. We
0: see what's going on. But I think we should, I think we should look at this as a positive Super Bowl champion, touchdown catcher, Antonio Brown. Whole, Whole, Whole lot of money. Whole lot of money. Man who has, you know, at this point, high standards on things. Mm-hmm. Same house as us. I forgot my nail clippers in there. He's found them, probably. I left uh, – did we leave a TV in there, too? That was taped to the goddamn nah, – No, <laughs> I came back. Yeah we,
5: we, yeah, we got that. We got that place. You don't have a nose. everything hey my
0: bathroom had no uh I wonder Antonio Brown I wonder if he put on curtains or whatever my bathroom had uh, ah. no curtains oh, yeah and we got in late the first time we were there flipped on the lights. You know, go to the bathroom. I'm just looking out. There's an entire town, basically. right there. Oh, my God. All right. So, had to hang towels up on that thing. Probably wasn't nice for the neighborhood, but I enjoyed it. Good, good luck to Antonio Brown with that house. Let's talk um, a little bit here about Urban Meyer announcing winners and losers during drills and special teams to everybody. How do you feel about it? This is changing the culture down there. Accountability. Let's go ahead and celebrate the wins and also allow people to understand who lost here. Although, film might say something different happened happened might mm-hmm. later yeah. maybe yeah. maybe you're not able to tell who's the winner and who's the loser in some drills but what are your thoughts on this public announcement of success
4: uh out i, mean, of I think it's all right i think it keeps everybody definitely dialed in on their toes all practice you know like when you if you know you have eight gassers after practice the whole practice it could be two and a half hours long it doesn't matter it's in the back of your mind you're always like all right well, yeah sure i just got done with inside run 10 straight reps but I know we're running gasters at the very end. I feel like with this looming at all times, where Urban can just stop practice and do one on ones, and then they announce that who winners or losers. Like it keeps everybody on their toes. So I don't know how they can. Are they going to make a rule that they can't do this because they they banned doing like Oklahoma drill? Is it like this a way around it?
0: I think it, it's. It, I think I saw. A- a punt or a kick protection drill where it was uh, somebody running out. it was like a one-on-one blocking drill, like a lane drill, I think. Tebow, yeah, Tebow was doing that. Yeah, if I read it right. And by the way, that is a very difficult drill to get around professional athletes. So the blocker should, because of the constraints on the space that you have, the blocker should win. But there's a lot of times in film you watch and it's like, oh, you held the shit out of that person right there. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually like in the game there, there would be actually a no return 10 yard penalty from the, where the ball was spotted and everything like that. I, that was my biggest thing. It was like, they got to be very sure of themselves to just be announcing winners on the field there. Cause that's a chaotic it's probably a pretty chaotic situation, but I like these he's boosting the atmosphere, you know, the celebration happening. There's going to be some players that hate it. Obviously there's going to be some players that like it. Just like Joe judge. There's going to be players who say, I, I, I ain't for the shits here. Like I ain't doing this. And there's going to be some people that buy all the way. And that's kind of like every single team.
4: There's going to be plenty of players that don't like it, but, You're going to want to win. You don't want to be announced as a loser, especially multiple times over and over. What if you're just getting known as the guy that keeps getting beat in these one-on-ones?
0: And every media reporter and fan that has a phone with internet on it, which is everybody, Uh AJ Hawk just lost his third straight one-on-one, you know, in the announcement...
4: and it could be the thing where we go into the film and we realize like, no, the dude was holding me the whole time and, I, and you get in the film like,
0: hey, my bad age, actually you're 3-0, not 0-3. Oh, cool. cool. Oh, cool. Yeah, we'll tell all the media people and all the fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's just to lighten the atmosphere, I assume, can bring that competitive edge. We're going to live on the edge that Urban's trying to institute down there. Maybe it'll work. Who knows? Maybe Joe Judge will work. Maybe it won't. Maybe Zimmer and Kirk Cousins will throw hands at each other. Ooh. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> So, earlier in the show, when Gumpy, our footy handicapping aficionado, uh, our soccer diehard fan came in here, and there was a little bit of a ripple of a news that once we were told that Leo Messi was going back to Barcelona, it was a done deal, and the rest of the league was going to pay for it, we were actually lied to. Because today, it was leaked earlier that Leo... Messi's situation has gotten super messy. Oh no. Somehow some way. Now Barcelona has confirmed Messi who has been a member of the Barcelona soccer club since he was 13 years old. 21 years at this place. Whew. Fucking gone. Wow.
1: Yeah, wow. oh, no
0: it was a fish a made official. Old Messi will not continue at Barcelona after just a couple weeks ago. We were told that he was going to be at Barcelona. He was only becoming a free agent to re-sign with Barcelona. And here we are, best player on earth alongside Cristiano Ronaldo, uh, is potentially coming to the MLS. And this is something that we need not, you know, underestimate the impact this will have on the soccer world. As we win the Concafa Cup, and the Gold Cup. Yeah. And then we're gonna win the World Cup what? and the Europe's Cup what? and the, the the Copa Cup what? and the uh uh the the Australian Cup what? and the uh, Champions the, the Super League Cup uh-huh. and what? What? When we win all this it's going to be tough for the rest of the world to continue to talk down upon us about not understanding the beautiful game. Messi's coming to the MLS. Is that what was confirmed today whenever it said he's leaving Barcelona? Our soccer expert at Stop Publica. saying the
7: city. Anything is a possibility at this point after he left Barcelona.
0: Uh, Fabrizio Romano has updated his tweet about... Uh, messy situation with an emoji, red alarm like a hockey wow. goal was <sighs> scored, hashtag messy official statement, despite having reached an agreement between Bartha and Leo Messi and with the clear intention of both parties to sign a new contract today, it would not be possible to formalize due to economic and structural obstacles parenthesis Spanish La Liga regulations oh my god the entire league is kicking Leo Messi out of Spain, this is unbelievable. We will not do that in the United States whenever he's a part of the MLS, but they had an agreement in principle it sounds like, and then day of it was no longer the same as it once was like it was pawn stars leo's at ah, what 's that mean for Barcelona what's that mean for the soccer community as a whole? Will Barcelona have to fold completely now that they lose the best player that they 've ever had Is this an Aaron Rodgers and Green Bay Packers like mm-hmm. Leo Messi and Barcelona situation is that what's going on right now over there. Gumpy, please enlighten us how the best player on earth is no longer going to be at the organization he has been with since he was 13 years old for 21 straight years.
7: Barcelona's debt is approaching $1 billion. Whoa. That's why the Super League was being created to get them and Real Madrid out of debt. They can't pay. Messi doesn't want to stay. Messi, Ronaldo, gone. La Liga now is a farmers' league. It stinks. Oh,
3: wow, wow!
7: Messi, How do you get in that much debt? Messi is going to go to PSG. Really? really? With Mbappe? They got the most money. Him and Neymar loved playing together at Barcelona. It makes too much sense. Unless, and I hope this doesn't happen, Man City, his old coach Guardiola from Barcelona. That could happen as well.
0: So Leo's not going from Barcelona to the Portland Timbers? What? I mean, stop it. What about playing What? Yeah. Soccer talk. Hey, this is big deal on the yeah. sports floor. Yeah. Come on. On Thursday, August 5th, AJ How have long little- have you been How
4: long have you been pronouncing it? I, I get I assume yeah, that's yeah. the proper how you pronounce pronunciation, right?
0: Yeah. Of course. Unless you want to be an asshole. I've been right. there for years now, dude. Yeah.
4: I fu- sorry, I'm cultured. You, okay. You usually, just don't. You normally don't use it fourteen times per sentence, though. What? Well, we don't normally talk about Barcelona. Listen, yeah. I
0: people normally. <laughs> you just can't
4: even do the list. Here, what are you talking just, about? He's
0: one to talk me it's Barcelona. I've yeah. been to Barcelona. Jim. I've been to Barcelona too. By the way, that church was in uh, Barcelona do, is beautiful. Yeah. Oh my There's god! you time of Have you year, been Bar- there, Barcelona.
6: Did you go to a Barcelona game? Have you ever or been no? to Barcelona? I didn't get
0: to go to a Barcelona game, but I did get to see the church right in the middle yes. of downtown down there. They've been in construction for like 200, 300 years. It is beautiful. Yeah. Have you ever been to Barcelona?
4: I have uh, no. I've never been there, but I did. I do know a group of guys that watched a guy get married in a place where George Washington was.
0: Okay, so that is cool. I would like to say that that is cool because we are the group of guys that did that, and what? Ty is the guy that got it married. Oh, what, yeah. uh, George
3: Washington. Yeah,
0: depending upon what part of America you're in, in the language yeah. that is spoken there. But in Spain, it's Barcelona. Yeah. Barcelona. That's what we're trying Bartholone to say. Forever and always.
5: Is there any chance he's coming to Miami? Beckham's new team. Oh, Leo's popping. Is the owner of that team?
4: I don't but know. Kansas City. Pat Mahomes has a stake in the Kansas nice. City team, right? He, he does. Yeah, KC's very similar to Barcelona. Hey,
0: and Leo with that dog that he has that he juggles over mm-hmm. in his backyard. Mm-hmm. The barbecue that dog could eat in Kansas City. Oh, Think about oh. that. Come on, Leo. <laughs> Come on over. Forget Barcelona. Forget Barcelona. Forget all the Euros. Mm-hmm. Forget them all. Come on over to the MLS, the best league in town. Come it's
4: on, Leo how much would the MLS have to pay him per year
0: so Beckham was getting what like a, a million dollars a day there for like four years like or something percentage. like that yeah. it was every second he was making a certain amount of money I remember when his first deal was signed out of Manchester United over to uh, the LA Galaxy or whatever and the, the the entire MLS I think they leveraged all of their yeah. cash like what you were going to say about La Liga for Messi they all chipped in for that because he was going to you know he was the biggest star on earth at the time not just in soccer but in life I think as well and uh, he came over and i'll tell you what i did watch him galaxy oh yeah uh-huh. hey oh, yeah. when he was taking a free kick i was like hey let me watch this guy bend it like himself <laughs> yeah
4: <laughs> how did he how did he play honestly like did he dominate yes yeah. early yeah. he yeah. did
0: very very well he was scoring from midfield everything that he was get brought over for he was a big leg he was a great free kick taker incredibly attractive he played an electrifying style of soccer and when he was on the ball normally it was a goal scoring opportunity so he was like the guy and people did watch it was big for the mls ibrahimovic i would say yeah. is that yeah. awesome. exact same had a similar effect and now our league will never ever ever be the mls will never ever ever be able to sniff the nfl no okay and i i don't think that should be held against the mls at all by the way because i want no it, other sport no other sport in america can Well, and just wait until Roger Goodell does his little, hey, you guys are going to learn about football at a young age here and you're going to become fans of our sport instead of your sport. Yep. That's going to start happening, I think, as the years continue to go. I'm not saying soccer will ever lose its world love, but I think American football is going to continue to grow. And I think that, like, the NFL sees that after signing a $110 billion deal already – they see, like, oh, there's an entire hemisphere we haven't even really tapped yeah. into yet. I-, I assume that'll continue to go. So maybe the NFL will be in a situation over there, and they are currently in that over there with their champions, Premier League and everything like that in our viewership. But the MLS will always be that over here. But we get a couple stars over mm-hmm. here. I mean, Thierry Henry came over and scored a bunch of goals. How come Rude Van Nistelroy never came over to yeah, the MLS? Yeah, it's kind of Rude. What the hell?
7: Of What's that all it's about? kind of before his time, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was MLS was still kind of like whoa, the before. Whoa, watch out, before Beckham, pre Beckham MLS. days. Yeah, Rude van
0: Nistelrooy really could have been uh, could have been the Beckham. By the way, all he does is just hang out so and score goals all the
7: time.
3: Of, uh, Rude was afraid of Lexi
0: Lawless. Yeah, well, Lexi Lawless did play a very physical style of soccer. Man, he, <laughs> yeah, he was not he was. scared to throw his weight around back there. You know Didn't what I mean? Back in the day, they have the greatest like penalty kicks. It was like from like half field. Yeah, he had a breakaway. Yeah, yeah. my favorite thing. I think first ever game for the MLS was on primetime television they came out for the coin toss I think Tony Miola said you want to flip for it and did a backflip
1: <laughs>
0: Tony Tony fucking Miola I think so
6: that's
0: awesome if I do recall how are we not the premier
6: league in the world if that shit's going on
0: <laughs> I mean I will say I scored on Tony Miola as like a 7 or 8 year old so it might, that might have been okay at, yeah. uh,
6: that, that makes more at sense at the now. cons
0: hot dog uh, soccer camp uh-huh. <laughs> I got a free t-shirt too
6: Great photo. Four as well. scoring
0: on him. Good photo. You, We have seen the photo. Yeah. Uh, I think everybody got a t-shirt.
6: Okay.
7: I think I still have a pair of shorts that was signed by a bunch of people at that thing.
0: Jay, you were at this thing too? I think so. Or maybe you were and I just have it some for some reason.
7: I have a pair of shorts that have a bunch of autographs on them.
0: No, maybe. Time. Yeah. Maybe we're in two it, different groups. Is it framed on your wall? Might have
7: been. No, it is not. It's in it a, a box in my garage. Jay. Oh, dude. Jay.
0: Old? Jay. Jay. If we have Tony Miola signed Umbro shorts, dude, we need those things stat, okay?
7: Yeah. I'll see if I can find them
0: again. Oh, could you imagine a new studio with Tony Mioli oh. Umbro shorts? Uh, MLS Hall of Fame is <laughs> going to be calling for those things, too. Yeah, true. Absolutely. Get some white Umbros? No, I think they're black.
2: Yellow. Like gold yellow.
0: Oh. That's oh. sweet. Autographs from a No, nah, I don't remember the shorts at all. But I do remember Umbro shorts with the white Umbro, just the most basic thing. They had the little split on the side. Of course. The Copa Mundial shoes. I mean, those were the soccer days back in the day before the MLS was the premier league in the world. That's (laughs) right. If we get Leo Messi, how come somebody can't make a run? Can we not just sell a couple teams and just get to go get Leo Messi over here?
7: I think he'll do two years at PSG, and then probably when he was going to sign with Man City, Because they're connected to... There's
0: zero chance of anybody in the MLS signing Leo Messi.
7: Right now. But when he was going to sign with Man City, there was a deal connected with New York City FC. He'd do two years at Man City and then go to New York City two years after that because they're they're together. So the
0: subject of him coming to the MLS has already been broached before we just automatically assumed it was going to happen? Yeah. I think in two years,
3: him and Cristiano come together. (sighs)
0: Same team? Go to Miami. Give them
6: a team. Let them just start their own team. (laughs) They have enough money. By far.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, then just get a loan out or whatever. Boom. It could be Jackie Moon. Exactly. Yeah.
3: He's made a billion dollars on the field.
0: Get the funk out of my face. 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 If you don't like, like my music, you, music, you, you don't, don't have, have to use it. it. Funkin is a mm-hmm. family. <laughs> What if that's Leo Messi next year? Could Jackie be. Moon in the MLS. Why wouldn't he? Who Get says no? Who says no, not us? Who says no? Hey, do,
4: do stars have to flop? Like, does Messi have to flop?
0: Okay. See, now you're taking a shot at all of
4: soccer. And I, Messi- no, no, no. I'm saying I, I equate it to, like, football when. The defense has been on the field for 12 plays, and a D-line, and someone's like, hey, man, go down. And the coach wants you to go down, and he, you know, oh, hamstring cramp or something, and everyone gets a rest. That's what I, I assume it is.
0: I think Matt Hasselbeck called it something when we were doing Thursday Night Football. Crab? or I forget what the name of it was. It was the first time I had heard it. In the football world, do you guys just have a standard name for, hey, you need to fake like you're getting a cramp right yeah. now?
4: Each team, each D coordinator usually has, like, a term that they'll and, – and usually designate somebody, to to, to go down. I've seen it practiced before, by
0: the way, I think. It, You've seen it in practice? No, not in practice. I've seen somebody practice what oh, they yeah. were going to do if it had to happen in the Would locker We practiced it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the locker room. And I think that is how it was decided on who would do it, actually. Yeah. This guy, fucking get him an Academy Award. <laughs> he, he makes it really smooth. He doesn't even look like it's fake almost. It's unbelievable. I, I mean, people are going to be suspicious when it happens, but I think he's our bestseller. I think that guy's our absolute bestseller. So, I got it, I got it. And they, uh, the full, ah! There's been a couple. I mean, there is. You just can't get up and sprint up to the sideline once you finally get up. Yeah, there's that happens in soccer. I feel like a lot, right? That's like kind of your sports thing. Don't yeah,
7: you? it does happen from time to time.
0: Does Messi do that or no?
7: No, Messi usually gets hacked pretty bad because he's fucking deking around everybody. Is he
0: quiet? Yeah. Yeah. Talk shit? No.
7: Doesn't feel like it, but like he just won that Copa. Like that was the last thing he needed to do. So maybe he's like, "Fuck it, I'm done here.
4: I'm done. MLS. Hell yeah. yeah. Go Anywhere. Here we go. How, how old is he?
0: Thirty four. 34, yeah, he's been there since that, he was 13. That's young. That seems very young. I'm 34 years old. I'll tell you what. I was playing a lot of soccer <laughs> growing up. Imagine if I accidentally just fucking <laughs> ran into the <laughs> Under-16 tournament or something like that. Oh, that guy's much better than all of us here. This is a good time. That happened to... Uh, Freddie Adu showed up at one tournament my age. Yeah, he punked you? Yeah, Well, also... Oh, yeah. I mean, he... he uh, I mean, we, I, we had a guy named Mitch... Minor from Upper St. Clair, he was a big kid. It, it was, you know, cause at those ages when you're growing, everybody's different sizes, you know, everybody's coming through different things and there's potential growth spurts that move people. We had uh, a kid named Mitch, I think his name was, he was a big kid, big kid for our age. But when Freddie Adu came to town and we had to play against him, we put Mitch on Freddie Adu, mm. and it was like a uh, that was an adult fight between those two. I mean, <laughs> they were they were battling it out. But he he would he was talking shit while shooting against us, and it was like God damn, this guy is much better than everybody here. People were saying that he wasn't necessarily our age. I, I don't know the whole thing, but yeah, that that messy and. Uh, Accidentally running He's always been the best 13 years old He started with Barcelona
7: Yeah He's been unbelievable forever
0: When did he go um, To the adult team Was he like one of those He teammates? was like there was 16, or 16 or 17, 17. Uh-huh. Yeah 16 years old dude playing pros even going to school over there or they just do the soccer
7: so in soccer they do academy so you play for the team as an academy and you do your schooling at Barcelona as well
0: yeah i'd heard about that we got a chance to see the uh manchester united youth team it was in a tournament we played in hmm. and talked to a couple of them over there and they talked about their schedule like they wake up uh, we do conditioning we do soccer then we do class then we do lunch then we do soccer i think is it's, it's kind of how it oh, went. Yeah. That's why it's why they it's, dominate
4: that's why golfers dominate that grow up in that system too in other countries
0: yeah John, though, I think this uh, John Daly's kid, and I don't know, I think everybody knows this. There's schools that are just like specialized. I think it's IMG. Yep. IMG does yeah. it. IMG Academy down in Florida kind of has that going on with all the sports where you just go in there and it's all ball or all whatever all day and then class, like, hey, let's get you a GED basically. But we're here to make money in the sports world. I didn't get paid to do the class. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. I'm getting paid to do the football. Fascinating. Also in Europe, I learned this from Cesaro. Because I told Cesaro that I didn't need to know anything about the Olympics. I know everything, you know. Where, he, where is he from? Switzerland. And he also, <laughs> I think he does all of the exercises that are in the Olympics. <laughs> and he watches the show, I think, every once in a while, or sees some clips of us talking about the Olympics. And he goes, he actually told me that we have to We have to talk about the Olympics. He basically pulled me aside. He's like, hey, we have to. Uh, it felt like Cesaro was like, you... you you sound like an idiot when you're speaking about the Olympics. As he was delivering that to me, and by the way, me and Cesaro, I think I have a pretty good relationship. I'm a big fan of Cesaro. He is a very nice dude. He is very cool. So as he said that to me, I kind of sensed the tone, even though different part of the world, English is not his first language. I sensed the tone. He was talking shit, so I let him know, I don't fucking need to know anything from you. All right? So I started out a little bit of a thing. We got into that whole thing. The way, and he was explaining to me all the thing, and I was very thankful for all the information, and he did so. You know, sports are not at your school. So you go to school, and then you go join clubs. So if when you're in school, you do, like, uh, shot-putting in class, and if you like it, they tell you where the local club is. And then they do these other workouts and these other things, and these other speed-walking or whatever the hell it is. And it's not associated with that, so you have to go to a club. He said these clubs have, like, elementary school age people in for some things, or junior high or high school, and all the way up to, like, 40-year-olds that are still playing whatever sport it is. Like, there's there's club, like, soccer teams for, like... Seniors, I think it's called. At some age, they have they have a stadium. They have lights. They play at night, and it's just like something they go to practice one thing, and they've potentially been in that club their entire life. And it's just like, it's Is much. Is that different- their job?
4: Like, if you're 40 doing that, is that your profession? No, it's like a hobby of theirs. Like,
0: they just kind of, like, they just like there's always a men's league, and your club will still play against the clubs that you played against whenever you were a kid, and it's like... It's cool. I yeah, like it that. is. I agree. I was like, because I'm trying to, buy, uh, trying to find pickup games and shit. It's impossible to do. You join these clubs, it's like, yeah, we got stadiums, we got refs, we got leagues, we got everything. I'm like... You gotta pay, obviously, but that's like a very cool thing for sport, I think, going forward.
6: That's what uh Bjorn was talking about yeah. in Germany when he was playing football in Germany. He would go to school and then like the only way to play football is you'd have to join a club with
0: like all the kids from your county or whatever. And I said awesome, by the way. I, we, I wish we picked up some clubs. It'd be nice to go play some soccer at Hi, senior level. I'd love to. Imagine if we had a game like 7.30 tonight.
7: <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Juiced up for it, too. so
0: much fun. I asked Cesar, I was like, can I just move into your town and join your club? <laughs> he was like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, all right. Sounds good. I might do that for guess a year. I guess we're going to Switzerland. I, I don't know how old I'm going to be and I can stay in shape, but, man, it would be cool to join a club and be in the... I want to be on the ping pong team. I don't know if they got that. Yeah. I'd like to be on the the soccer team as well. I think they have a full like lobby. It's like Mm -hmm. an entire thing.
6: Pick up like pickleball or something like that, you know?
0: Let's do a full year of just competing against an entire Switzerland country. Start an Oculus League, I'm sure. In one of those clubs. Oh yeah. And I'm definitely doing shot put by the way. I'm pretty explosive. Uh Uh-huh. Do they have shot put clubs? For sure. They do now. Because me and Kreiser are moving in. (laughs) Hey, he's unbelievable, AJ. Have you ever done the shot put? I uh, know. I never did. I ran track in first grade and I just did the running. Events. And I would like to let Kovacs know like, hey, probably unbelievable as well. This yeah, is just like beast. Muhammad, who's right behind Sidney McLaughlin. They both would have beat the world record, but only one will get remembered for it because it happened in the same race. They just so happen to be from the same state. Hey, Ty, the only... Yeah, I told you. I Still got that. it.
5: Yeah, I told you. I saw that one. That was great, you know? I mean, we're, I
0: need more of that. Yeah. Less of the, oh, I can't <laughs> find the goddamn events. All right, listen. All right, that's NBC, <laughs> not the athletes. Let's remember Correct. that. Can't thank you enough for allowing us to penetrate your ear holes. The fact that you allow us to do so every Monday through Friday, I'm eternally grateful for. The boys' effort has been nothing short of spectacular. Our guest conversations have been absolutely beautiful and I'm feeling real good about life right now. The NFL's on tonight. Let's go, huh? Football season. We almost made it. Hashtag in pod squad. I can't thank you enough. Ty, please play some independent music and repel these people into a beautiful Hall of Fame game evening. We'll be back manana for a feel-good Friday. Be a friend, tell a friend. Cheers.